We're stepping up our fucking game here. <laughs> Shit. We've got an intro now, and it starts like this. You want to talk about the band we're talking about? We're that talking band about is Chamba Wamba. Insert, insert generic band name here. You fucking Jamba. basic idiots like this 90s fucking bullshit, huh? You remember this shit when it was popular, you dumb fuck? Oh, that that's just... I, I mentioned it earlier, but it's the one memory I do have was Homeboy fucking buying it. They're, the album... Tub Thumper, when it came out because of the fucking title track Tub Thumping, and just I remember like listening like well, like I think I listened to it a little bit with him, but like he was listening to the entire thing and like he realized quickly it is nothing like that title track, and he was like he literally I think the 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 CD probably only ever got played. I wonder how many units were fucking moved for that album that the only track that ever played after the first time was the first track. I bet the single like, sold more than the album. I bet. I, sure I, I didn't did. look it up, but I bet it did. At least did in the states. Ha- huh? Did you guys have the uh, like the catalog that was like Scholastic books but CDs? I don't remember. Like I w- I had a paper route and like I had like I buy CDs yeah. from yeah uh, BMI BMG or B- BMI or BMG BMI. yeah BMG B- some yeah BMG. one of them B- BM something <laughs> um, probably not the the fake weight thing Bowel but uh, BMG. Yeah, um, but I would, I would order these CDs <laughs> with my Murray. with Bill my Murray. tiny little schmeckles from uh, from my paper route, and I'd get these albums like Sugar Ray and shit, you know, like this these one hit wonders, goofballs, and you get their album in like the '90s was such a disingenuous era, like so many times you'd get the album, you put the track on, and then the rest of the album would play, and you're like, what the fuck is this this is not what i signed Sugar up for Ray like if a- this is the track that you said i was gonna get the rest of this album you're full of shit like i mean you know nope. there was more conti- there's, there's there's more continue continuousness in my shits when you know i'm drinking and not drinking than there was on these albums you know it's like what is going on here but i feel like that was sort of the trend of the 90s man lies yeah i'm gonna lies <laughs> yep we've got fucking a. i have in the UK, the single itself sold 880,000 copies. Uh, and the biz, it's units. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just reading the, the Wikipedia. It's my, you know, it's a user edited. And, uh, if I, you know, they say it's like 80% men that are editing this site. You know, it's problematic in general. That's why they don't let you fucking cite it in, like, college papers and stuff. But, uh... I just read an article about that, by the way, and when, as I was reading, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not like Wikipedia is the one being like, hey, come edit our, you know, like white men specifically come edit our site. Yeah, like, yeah. no, it's kind of open game for anybody. Just step up and do it. Fucking. You're not uh, allowed to use an encyclopedia to find- at all to, to cite. You're not allowed to cite an encyclopedia Britannica in a paper because it's supposedly considered general information, and that's why you're not allowed to use uh, encyclopedias is my understanding. So whoever wrote that article is also sort of a goofball because it's you just don't have to cite that. Well, I mean, it's, well, they're they're they were just you know another another thing that men are doing more of. The they were just trying to write a fucking article to fucking buy into the sensationalism that comes along with real topics. But they're like they're anarchy? being opportunistic by by presenting fake topics as those topics that people are interested in and 
uh, I hope that makes sense to whatever I just said uh, no, while I'm trying to three okay I guess the, so the album sold like three million copies uh, way more than the single but I, that's just surprising I wonder in the United States if that's the case and how many like think I feel like like, like, like you've been to a, a UCD store, <laughs> you know, like how many copies of Tub Thumper do you think you Did see? they come back? Like what, immediately. <laughs> what was the turnover rate? Yeah. As soon as people could burn CDs, it was like, yo, yep. I got I Tub. I got, say, go home. I got the Danny Boy shit. song. And go done. to Tower Records, fucking offload that shit. <laughs> so oh. did you guys try to glean some political meaning out of that song after listening to it and having listened to the rest of the catalog? Because I was like, I'm still, I mean, I guess it could be, you know, someone's sad and the labor that they put in doesn't get them paid well enough because they're talking about that all the time. But like, to me, it's just like, just like a clowny, sing-songy, it's like some sort of mix between those protest songs that they acapella and like, you know, really like just goofy Euro music. the The only thing i can get was maybe any relation to maybe the irish just with the uh the danny boy singing in between uh but other than that i thought maybe it's just some kind of euro-y like thing with just drinking like it's a fucking you know uh like so i don't i don't know at what point i realized that chumba wumba was actually a punk band before that shit and like one that I might actually be into, you know, um, but I feel like like they, they say that it's like what, like a working man's anthem that they'd made just to be kind of like getting off at the end of the day, going and yeah, having, having a drink fun and just and, yep. yeah. And, and like it was supposed to not necessarily be one of their political songs. But like, I also think it's one of those, you know, this band is just the epitome of being a pompous snotty shitty fucking leftists that make everybody hate leftists you know they're just like out to insult they're fucking throwing their own shit around and then blaming other fucking people type of thing which is just uh i think that's kind of what the song was is it was kind of like look at these fucking chav assholes over here fucking drinking and singing danny boy while there is actual shit happening and you know what fuck it we're gonna sell this piece of shit song to emi like dude they yeah kind of kind of think that was what it was supposed to be to when they made it you know they were probably having a yeah, I could definitely see that having like just everything on their catalog, and you're like, I learned a lot in British, like uh, fucking fascist history, <laughs> like, like learning like uh, all those fucking folksy songs. Like I started to get like I, I went down a rabbit hole, like, like learning about every like fucking one they were singing about, and it's like, whoa, okay, yeah. And here like- in America, we have like barely shit to like sing about, and we don't even have anything, and they're there they're covering a song that has been around since like the 1300s and wasn't even recorded until like 1776 well you know the and I, the the thing i like that was what I, what I liked about those is that it was like oh yeah. cool it's that old-fashioned song i used to live with this guy who would uh constantly play or at least for a while there was playing ira uh battle hymns basically <laughs> like you know little protest songs and shit like old school irish uh protest songs and um, so when I would going back to this and hearing the Chumbawamba versions coming in and then they put these like 
Like it was cool, but then you'd I'd start listening to the lyrics and I'd be like, man, I did not need the like check out my late 80s 90s punk rock attitude take on these lyrics like that was it's just it just kind of like made me want to be like oh, okay well cool i'm skipping your entry-level college politic lesson you know no, i was <laughs> i was more intrigued on the history and things revolved around the songs than the songs themselves i would say um, Man, you keep breaking up really bad. By the way, yeah, is it is it me or because I feel like you're breaking up too? I, I have a, I, Crowder's not breaking up for me. You're breaking up for me. I don't know if I'm breaking okay. up, but you you got a Damn. you got like cheech cheech face going on. You're like <laughs> on my on my screen. You were frozen for a second with your eyes like half closed and kind of like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight. Nice, I'll it's take tight. that. You're, you're, I can I can hear you. It's just you're going a little uh, robotic. Choppy. Every now and yeah. then, yeah. These guys like the, uh, the... are interesting in my mind because like there's no th- there's no fame for them except for that song. And outs like outside of one album before and after, like if you look at their charting success, like they're not successful. So whoever's listening to them is like who is a niche group listening to them. And then they were introduced to a wider audience, and then that's when they did some of those stunts that they did. I don't think that signing to EMI was like I mean I it seems like a sellout to me but like you know especially because they're so aggressive and like half of their songs are about how like it's okay to like rewrite a song in the way you want to and like a lot of their music has that tendency but um EMI but cut like, ties with the weapons manufacturer so it was okay I mean <laughs> they're, they're they, I mean like like they're not like a successful band in any respect other than that album is what I'm saying and so like whatever like that their career spans this oddball goofball track of being like really punky anarchist shit where it's like in your face and like you know talking about crucifying keith richards and then moves on to their like weird euro trash shit that like at some points i was like it's about to be an enya synth line in here you know um and then it moves into the like folk stuff like the folk stuff and the anarchist punk stuff no one knows you know it's the stuff in the middle that like maybe a wider range of listeners heard and like one of those albums to me sounded like it was like a pirate shanty like it was like a euro trash euro shit and like three songs are about boats i'm being on a boat and i was like i know it's probably about i swear to god like ready maids on ready maids like the first song is like is is called north star salt fair or something and they're like singing about working on a boat and I, it's probably about laborers i don't care actually that that much about it but like it, the whole, now I, I just i just kept thinking that i was listening to a pirate euro beat uh world beats like album and so now that, that album sort of stuck with me <laughs> no they they changed dramatically like their last album uh abcdefg here I was like, okay, maybe that's like some kind of cool play off of their uh, like EP they put out back in the day, like the ABCs of Anarchy. And you're like, oh, maybe they're just playing with that and actually spelling out the ABCs. And then you're listening to it like, no, nope. no, they didn't. And, nope. th- and then you read about it and they're like, yeah, we really wanted to focus our lyrics on actual about actual like singing. And you're like, <laughs> wait, why? What? You guys are the people that fucking recorded an EP in 05 to be released when margaret thatcher died (laughs) that shit is probably my favorite stunt ever and on fucking in april 2013 when she died 
they released the EP, and it's fucking hilarious. Like, yep. it, it's very comical, in my opinion. Like, it starts off because a bunch of radio stations even played uh, Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead. So then they even fucking have... Like, oh, it's so good. So like, I laughed so hard during the that. Previous <laughs> al- the previous album's title is The Boy Bands Have Won, and all the copyists yep. and the tribute bands and the TV talent show producers have won. If we allow our culture to be shaped by mimicry, whether from lack of ideas or from exaggerated respect, you should never try to freeze culture. What you can do is recycle that culture. Take your older brother's hand-me-down jacket and restyle it. Refashion it to the point where it becomes your own. But don't just regurgitate creative history or hold art and music and literature as fixed, un- touchable and kept under glass the people who try to guard any particular form of music are like the copyists and manufactured bands doing it the worst disservice because the only thing that you can do to music that will damage it is not change it not make it your own because then it dies then it's over then it's done and the boy bands have won that's literally the album before (laughs) what Mm -hmm. yeah and then they go into that and you're like Here's, here's my thing. If you're going to fucking have a fucking Guinness Book of World Records winning fucking title for length, longest album title, whatever, and I put that on and it was just like sea shanties and fucking <laughs> like acoustic instruments and choral singing. Oh, yeah, they really lost their shit, man. Like, it just so, It was cool. It's cool. It's fine. It's fine. I don't, I don't want to discredit necessarily the playing's fine the singing's fine uh they're just standardized sounding folk songs basically and uh the only unfortunate part is their snarky shitty attitude and their insist- the only thing is like a lot of them are based on real events like i keep saying like i got stuck down a right, wormhole that, of being cool. like what the fuck's that one about like yeah. like they're one on a uh, fucking a sing song and and scrap because uh, even like when I heard it, I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like, because it was the "You Can," the song's okay, but it was like the way they were talking. I was like, "Wait, does isn't that that whole thing?" I remember like in the two thousands when Britain was passing that fucking uh, right to roam thing uh, because they had such an issue with landowners in certain areas of the country where people couldn't access these like areas like land because landowners had it for hunting and not like even living. So then, I guess, um, in other countries around them, they have more aggressive right-to-roam things where, like, wherever you are, if it's, like, rivers and certain things, who, regardless of the property, you can, like, go through and uh, camp and and things like that. Like, I mean, there's a lot of stipulations based per country, but, uh, yeah, that song is about the whole um, people, like, saying, like, fuck you, we're gonna fucking trespass and, like, like they they sing about all these like badass events in history when you step back and look like yep. and then they uh, sing well, it just, and then they sing it like they sing it and, you're like, and, they, sing, oh, and they they sing it like a like an angry like 15 year old and you're just like man could you like i don't know <sighs> dial back the fucking insults and shit for a second and just like give it to me straight instead of like having this shit oh yeah they fucking, just keep yeah, you're not they, a punk they, band they, anymore all right Fucking! No, I mean, and they, they 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 try to keep that punkness with like whatever direction they're going with things, and sometimes it just doesn't jive. We swore. <laughs> Their yeah, edge lord left, dude. Their edge lord left in two thousand four. Uh, no bacon is the guy. No bacon, that, like, baby. Yeah, no bacon is the dude that was like uh, 
in the earlier albums who's like, oh, and you're at my show and we'll crucify uh, Keith Richards and that'll be... Like, that guy is the one that's, like, in your oh, face yes. on all the albums. And he sort of slowly disappears in the late 90s stuff. But he he's does. the one... He's, his his actual solo stuff has under a thousand hits each of his music, and I just I just put on a couple tracks because I was curious, and it's it's, it's a like, lot like it's, it's I, I didn't listen to it it's it's like it's acoustic I music didn't. isn't it it's like acoustic guitar shit or no oh no I, oh, it's like experimental it's experimentalish like it's bizarre and it's like theatrical like one of the songs that I I told you guys about was called. Uh, dragon breath versus poop clown shoes or something and like it's it's like a critique on the fact that any messaging that any person gives out is like in the song there he's like almost having a conversation with this female vocalist that is with him and she's american sounding and he's british and like they do this whole theatrical piece and it's like oh anything that ever tries to touch the media is going to be crushed by the media because the media is owned by six companies and any real meaningful change is never going to come from the larger context and then it goes into this weird like artsy art piece about like birds taking a shit and I, anyways my point being oh, is man. like that dude kept being like, the guy who's, like, fuck the system and, like, snarky, lefty, like, you know, pompous dickhead. So, I mean, I think that some of the some of the change in the band happened there. Um, oh, yeah, that was right at that point when they shifted and a lot more of their live performances didn't even have, like, a drummer. Like, it was just a lot of them, just a few of them on stage. I mean, there uh, were, like, the nine one, or the, ten of the them. One chick, the one chick that sang in uh, Tub Thumping and left in, like, yeah, Nutter. <laughs> Left in uh, 06. She but went on she to went make on plays, to like doing playwrights. Plays and yeah. TV. Yep. Which is pretty cool because I, I guess then they had some collaboration shit at some, one of the big theaters. I feel like whatever. she left kind of like, okay, cool. I got my shit. I'm going to go do plays though. Whereas I yep. feel like other other guy was kind of like, you know what though? Fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys don't. You don't you don't hate the fucking establishment enough, man. <laughs> oh, you can't go fucking get a fuck The fucking ballots, man. God damn it. Fucking so uh I really like the early stuff. I got like hmm. really I I like the the crass record stuff and the cassette stuff that they put out is fine i like i i do really like it i think it's a neat as a piece and and to listen to it as somebody who liked crass um it, they're almost like baby crass like they like try try to be crass almost and that that whole lo-fi sound they have a that early shit it really sounds like a lot of other bands that were like anarcho-punk at the time that i don't like dirt and fucking poison girls uh fucking Flux of Pink Indians. I don't even think Flux was on Crass Records, but they all have that that quality, that like tape hiss. Fucking, it sounds like they put a boombox or like two microphones in the back of a room with the whole band playing and just like kind of got it to sound okay so you could understand what was being said, you know, and then printed it. And and that was a big culture at the time. Uh, the, um, I know that they did record some of that stuff at the same place that Crass recorded the Dial House, and it was. Uh, uh, I, I did lo end up looking it up. They didn't record like full albums there, but they did share the space to some degree. That that was the Crass House. It was owned by members of Crass, though. 
Um, and like that stuff's interesting, but once they kind of move out of that and start getting into the the like, you almost get that Euro dance techno. I don't like it stuff happening, but when it first comes up, it's interesting to me. Like sh the sh album. Uh, oh, yeah. That was the first one I didn't like necessarily, but it was still okay. I even think Tub Thumping is okay. I think Tub Thumping was it's, all right. There's some tracks that aren't bad from what I remember. It was like Anarchy oh, was a little annoying to me, but that was I, that one was the most comical to me. I found cool. that shit just funny. But like uh, the anarch, giving the anarchist a cigarette, like that shit just yeah. had me laughing the whole time. And, and <laughs> again, like that, that's still like Anarchy and Tub Thumping are both kind of like, man, these are a little uh, and shh is getting a little uh. But there was a big controversy about shh that I didn't realize. There's a whole other. They recorded the album twice because it got shut down for copyright. Like every single song had to be re-recorded because they they it was like right around the same time I think around the same time as fucking um Paul's Boutique, 1989 I think. Oh, so okay. Yeah, uh, so it was go. all coming and like Chumbawamba had a big part in that and I think that might have been what led to EMI picking them up even. Um, but right before Man, that that era, they just had a really interesting sound. Some of it maybe the music wasn't what I liked. But, like, it, it did have that combination of the pop stuff and the punk stuff with the political message. And it's it's uh, really interesting. The Never mind the ballots and fucking slap. Basically. Dude, never mind the ballots was very interesting. Like, uh, I was just... It, right, I don't know. I got more really into, like, their... Uh, the whole political side and, and what... And then I have to... You have to start reading in the like a fucking rabbit hole i'm telling you man because then i had to start reading about british shit because their left well, is nothing near like what our left is you know what i mean sure or like our right when they when they start talking about rights and you're like are the they're, they're right and you're like okay well, you think when you think american right wing and you're like no that's not the case like there's a whole weird shift on what's what so well, then you're I, going, i'm going down like, that but like, like a european right wing is like fucking fascist and a fucking European left wing is a fucking anarchist. But in America, you don't really get left wing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get fucking centrist. Yeah. Like, that's left-leaning I'm, centrist. The, there's a song in, in, in one of their albums, and I think it's probably later on, where, um, you know, they're like, they're like, fuck the police. And also, even though our police are unarmed, they still find ways to kill citizens. Fuck the police, you know? And that's well, like what? huge. Our police are armed, and they kill people all of the time. Like they're they were like they were like this police force. No police force is any good. It does not matter whether they're armed or unarmed. They're still shit. And I was like, get it, get it, British people with your sure. they've got like the bobby sticks and they hit people Dude, with sticks. He... In the U.S., they shoot you dead because you went to a candy store and you were brown. Like. Yep. Dog, way different police force, and you still be on that anarcho shit. I think that's tight yep. as hell. I thought that was dope. Well, dude, they that, they that fucking came out and said, didn't he even say that they they fucking are the uh, Nigel, whatever his stage name is? Didn't he say something about being like, um, like they basically celebrate whenever they hear about a cop dying? And like they oh, yeah. sold they sold out, but they still laugh when they hear that a cop died or something like that. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. They told Me their too. fans to steal their own records, dude. Like, Oh, yeah. They were like, if you can't afford it, like, go and fucking just steal it. <laughs> well, and steal they listed it off the place. And then Virgin was like, all right, we're not going to sell your record then. <laughs> or we're going to sell it, but behind the counter now. But but like you said, they are a band that makes you go and, and look into things that you mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily know about. And and even like I was talking about with the anarcho-punk thing, and, and if you go deep enough into Chumbawamba's uh, catalog, you know, you end up into this really unique, like, niche, post-hippie, anarchist, European fucking art music scene that's uh was very short-lived and produced like a an incredible amount of of underground music and and uh, literature and fucking artwork and shit and that you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you just wouldn't you know maybe nowadays with metal and alternative music and grunge and everything being a little more mainstream you you find about you you hear about crass you hear about crass records but your cousin listening to fucking Taylor Swift and telling us that we were really mean about the the national album. I mean, Evermore or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, there's two of them. There's, there's two of them. Two. There's two of them. They're national albums, not Taylor Swift. Uh, you know, that person's not gonna just find crass records. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna end up listening to seventy late seventies, early eighties anarcho punk rock. You know. So, you're talking one of your one of your qualms with this band is that they're they're sort of cheese and they're in your face about their polit- politics and like this is this is my take on that is that the I don't ha- take any issue with that they can say whatever the fuck they want but they're not famous enough to be a target for right wing media. There was never a moment that uh, their one famous song is tub thumping and that song is about nothing as far as I'm concerned. Like you can make it into something based on their catalog. But it's not really about much. And, like, the the conservatives made a thing about them because when they went, had the EMI time, they did some political stunts. Like, dump the water on that fucking Labor Party dude and, like, shit so, like that. Dude, but Deputy their Prime earlier Minister stuff and later time, stuff, man. like, isn't – like, like Fox oh. News isn't going to get their hands on Chumbo yeah, actually, and go, fuck, actually, look at these liberals, uh, the thing with you know? Cra- like, the, the thing with Crass Records is, is that Crass Records uh, at the time and, – and they were – at least on the bullshit detector stuff, I don't know – I think most of their stuff, yeah, you're probably right, was just cassettes that they passed by hand to people at shows. Um, but the media at the at the time was going after Crest Records to some degree. Record shops were getting um, uh, raided and the fucking records were getting taken away by the police and broken and shit like that. They were forced to fucking hide them. So there was uh, some somewhat of, of the right wing... Uh, constituents that would would kind of infiltrate into the Chumbawamba thing, and they so there would be some but of the uh, need for them to address it, I suppose. Uh, Nazi punks showing up to those shows was a big thing. You get you get guys, you get dudes showing up with skinhead, you get oh. fucking skinheads showing up literally just to fucking fight fucking libs. Yeah, yeah. So like that 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 was right when punk rock was coming around and and those crass guys were really 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 on the cusp of that shit like super super fucking early late 70s right and they're fucking like those guys had that kind of sound that before there was oi music before the fucking skinheads went and made their own shitty fucking aggressive distorted guitar and drum fucking 
Nazi bullshit punk, you know, fucking, they would show up to these anarcho shows. Fuck Nazis. Go to knock some fucking anarchists around, because fuck them, you know? So there, there, it was a, a thing that but would I'm, get media attention, is all I'm saying. And they, they could, they could get lumped into it. Okay, I mean, because those are, that's, those are the extremes, though, still. I mean, I think that, like, the, the pack, I mean, the modern packaging of left and right at this point are, like, clean little excerpts that make it so you can like hate the other side easily without actually using any of the information to suss out the truth and honest grayness of the conversation right and i don't and i I wonder how much uh i mean what you're saying was it on nightly news or was saving the cat from the tree on the nightly news you know like that's what i mean is like like are they alienating conserv the uh, a centrist you know like are they are they pushing away the moderates Instead of encouraging them to come left, that's that's what I'm. I'm I don't think that that they're they were out in the world in such a way that was maybe a, pushing that type of rhetoric. So in that way, like say your thing and then go do your uh, you know your anarcho bullshit and and get out there and fuck oh. around. You know what I mean? Like it's I, I what I'm trying to say is like Taylor Swift is a more problematic lefty because she's so fucking famous. I can go fuck that lefty. You sure, know? sure, but sure, sure, Wumbo, right, who the right. fuck are they? Uh, and also, yeah. I mean, like part yep. of well, part of my because you you brought that up as part of my issue with kind of how the cheese of some of their lyrics or or even I did this we kind of touched on it, but their penchant to sample or or cite other music, reference other music, you know, quote other music, and. Uh, and to do it in like a political manner is that when you get to the point that they're like Euro dance banger fucking band and it's, you know, you're, you're, like they, they literally tried to go for something that was going to be more dancing than washing or whatever. And uh, they did for the time period. That's what club music sounded like. So uh, was selling. Yeah. it is kind of just like they were like, cool, let's just do this placeholder and people you know you could you could ignore it because you're just dancing to the unts 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 and you might not hear the lyrics about i wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire i don't remember who that was about it was a hilarious song fucking hilarious brilliant line but when it happens it's also kind of like if you're in that mood you know you're dancing you're moving shaking your shoulders a little bit mm-hmm. yeah and then that, all you of don't a sudden was song? it a whitney houston song <laughs> it... no i said is it, it was it, I that, think it might uh, be. you don't exist song I, that's all. That's no, that, that was the one you were talking about, isn't it? The, hell. What was? Yeah, because they talked about random shit like what you're saying. Like basically, we. No, I wouldn't no do this, any this, of this was stuff. an earlier like, one though. You don't exist. Uh, it, w- okay. Yeah, I think, it was, I think was stupid, it was on anarchy, but it's like a dancey, dancey kind of thing. But then you're like, okay. wait a second. Oh yeah, okay. I was just dancing. The fuck are these people saying? <laughs> Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, anarchy. I might go back and re-listen to Anarchy because that shit had me like I was doing some late night uh, work uh, on a site and it was like like the entire time I was listening to it I was like okay this is this is funny as hell because I had just gotten off of fucking what's the what's the one previous one the the, yeah. the ballots one so you get off of that I one think, and then, I think sh- was the, the one the, before was it the song okay. I'm referencing is There's called one, Mouthful but, of Shit. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Mouthful of shit. Mouthful of shit. Yes. Uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> like I, I might be wrong about it being dancing. I love the lyrics. It's just it was it was just kind of awkward. You know, it was just kind of like a, a a little jarring in comparison. 
Well, your mouth full of Can't shit. hear you because your uh, mouth's full of well, shit. Well, I have. A... That... I have a thing about like their whole. They have like a huge chunk of their um, of their their albums where I think they're playing on people like still having CD players where you couldn't see the track name because if you ever had an issue on knowing what track you were on there was never an issue because they repeated the <laughs> fucking title over and over so many goddamn the rest times of the line, I, I just I, I want to read like, it I want to read it straight up you every think you're time God's gift? <laughs> you're a liar I wouldn't piss on you if you were on fire Piss. But she says, I wouldn't piss on you. And then it's, she holds the line. She's like, I wouldn't piss on you. And like it's, it Very feels sexual because like they are often talking about how sex should be free and it shouldn't be. And that's the same album with homophobia. And so it just holds, I wouldn't piss well, on you're like, you. I'm dancing. And you're thinking like, is she talking about Having politicians a good time who want to get beat on? Like, I thought that was a dope ass pissed line. On. All right. <laughs> what, man? Seriously, oh, yeah. it's not a party Golden unless I'm wet. Baby. So... They, um, they, I, I think that it's not a, oh my God. I, I think that, I think that they're a lot, they hit on a lot of interesting things that are like, are like, were like succinct and poignant, like the ballots one, when they were talking about, uh, at, when everything you do and say or think will be considered political in like commodifying politics into this, like, like conservatives and liberals in america hate each other because anything and everything is politics like it, we can't just have yep. a conversation about a dude that shoots up asian uh massage parlors well, i mean it my becomes, avocado toast trump or not you know like it's not my a conversation toast about the is thing that left. happened so it's like what the fuck wow is my opinion valid at all <laughs> well it depends how much balsamic vinegar you put on it, it depends on the the amount of leftism uh, I like I like tomatoes do you put tomatoes on there, it there is a gauge on your just because you have avocado toast yeah you're on the left but like then you got uh, going like how far left are you and that depends I on the avocado toast fixings like a whole grain bread uh yeah definitely toasted, toasted? with with the avocados and then like a, a a Himalayan rock salt freshly ground and a little bit of pepper that's how I like it mm. Do no, you, no, vinegar, the, uh, no vinegar. I don't. I don't want the. I like. I like the the salty and the basey uh, avocado, the butteriness of it. Uh, sometimes a little paprika. Uh, I can honestly say, avocado sauce <laughs> kind of pisses me off. Like I'd rather eat just avocados or Bro. fucking guacamole. Like I, either one, I'm fucking fine with. But avocado toast, I. I've had it so many times, and I just it it's, it just never sits well. Like I, I I love avocado. Like I'd rather do uh like have you ever done the the avocado bake where you like uh, cut the avocado in half and depending on your avocado lottery, like if you didn't do so well, you got to kind of carve some of the avocado out, and then you crack an egg, put the egg in the hole, cover that shit with some cheese, and then put that what? into like and then you put it into a broiler. And let that shit just cook. I've never so had this bitch has a broiler. What the you hell is a broiler, broiler dude? It's in your what is a broiler, oven. Perry? <laughs> it's in the oven. Our, well, here we have. We don't, we don't have. <laughs> we don't have an. We don't have an oven here. No. I was like, they don't have. They don't have ovens. ovens. <laughs> they don't have ovens. So I, I actually, 
I just recently got a toaster oven, which the, does broil, but I had I was gonna say basically a year I've done, I didn't have an, a broiler. <laughs> for the longest time I used it in a toaster oven. Toaster ovens are actually better because they're smaller, so the heat is a lot more condensed, so you can actually cook things. Obviously you you're your uh what do you call it? The amount you're cooking is a lot less, so that helps too, but like honestly like two avocados, like you do the one avocado, cut in half, gouge them out, two eggs, cheese. You can do like chopped bacon on the top too. Like you can well, usually do that when after you come out, but yeah, that shit is so bomb. My daughter still talks about <laughs> it because I only do it on occasion. She'll be like, oh. <laughs> and it's so easy. After but you're I'm done like, with it, do you do you take it out of the skin and put it on toast? Since that sounds like it would be a good place for it to be. <laughs> yeah, you could you could charge like eighteen dollars well, for that, that shit. Yeah, you're right. You could charge like twenty. Fucking a though, right? Just scoop it all so out. I, like, I make worked it at this place like, a couple summers ago in uh, in Alaska, uh, the the Black Bear Cafe. If anybody's ever uh, visiting Denali, stop in at Black Bear. They got the best breakfast, I guess. Unless Becky doesn't own it anymore, in which case I don't give a shit if you go there or not. Becky, uh, you know she's cool. I gave her hell. Uh, sorry, whatever. The place sucked. God, it sucked. God, it sucked so fucking bad. And it was like the only fucking like breakfast place, coffee shop, right? <laughs> And we, uh, fucking like, and we were open through dinner too. So we would do like, we would shut down for a minute and then open back up for like a later dinner. But man, the avocado toast and we're in the middle of Alaska getting like this bread shipped to us from some, you know, we're, we're make, actually, we might've made the bread. But we're, I don't remember where the fuck it came from. Cause we had a bakery out back, but you know, we, all this shit that's like hard to get and we're making all this like handmade nice shit and then these fucking tourists are coming in and they're ordering like a latte and avocado toast and we have one toaster one of those belt fed toasters you know and each fucking each piece of avocado toast takes two slices of bread and you can put one slice of bread in at a time because it's that nice artisanal bread and then you got to sit there and cut those fucking and every single time. It didn't matter who was back there. You'd get an avocado toast and you'd just hear somebody be like, Yeah, I don't mind doing oh, yeah. it at home. Just but one I'd after another. Yeah. Sometimes you'd just be sitting there just cutting avocados and it, you know, it gets all over your hands and shit. Just fuck that shit. Yeah. Man, yep. a restaurant putting something you on the menu too. that they're, they're nice not actually slimy. prepared to make and thoughtfully have no, the that, you need that place. To make it. That's they, so they were doing. <laughs> I worked there the first. It might have been the second year they did. They did dinner or whatever. And you know we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? And we're literally a coffee shop that has uh, like six burners and two fryers and a flat top, and like no space at all. And my boss had fucking pork chops on the fucking menu. Fresh from a farm, farm fresh that were like, like an inch and a half fucking thick. These motherfuckers would take like, like I mean they're probably I don't know three fourths of an inch, but they were thick fucking pork chops. So, anyways, things would take like fucking twenty thirty minutes to cook, and people are just piling mm-hmm. in, and, and you know like she's freaking like it's got to have the sear. And it's like I know it's got to have the sear, but it's got to be cooked all the way through. It's pork. And I got to stick it in the fucking oven and, you know, cook shit, cook shit. But, like, yeah, it was fucking hell, man. Just busy as shit trying to fly out, like, eggs benedict while cooking a pork chop. Man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Thanks for dude. making the menu, guys. Hell yeah. I, I, I hate trying to convince people that you don't have to 
overcooked pork now. Like, I still have arguments with, like, I've, I've still have to tell my wife. I've had to tell a few people because they'll cook pork and they'll start to, like, overcook it because they have this they make weird it gray. idea that, like, you know, <laughs> cook it about gray the worms and shit. Oh, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll go, yeah, like, overdone, you know. And you're like, bro, we haven't had to worry about that since well, the that, 90s. That, like, we can... You know, the thing about, uh, I it. feel like a lot of people just cooking, and I do it here, too. I don't have... I should. I don't anymore. Uh, but, like, meat is... You need a thermometer, man. That's that's how you know when it's fucking done. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. that's the best thing I have in my kitchen. Like... Yep. That's the best thing I have in my kitchen is a yep. digital meat thermometer. Because uh, okay. I don't... I don't even... Like, I, I gauge the time just, like... I'll throw it in for X amount of time to kind of be like, all right, I know right around there is when I should check it. And this is why my wife gets pissed off if I have to leave somewhere and she has to take over because I don't really have a time frame. <laughs> I just kind of go by feel and like what what the temperature, basically at the end of the day, what the temperature reads. Like if it's fucking still like 10 degrees below like 145, like I got to, you know. Yeah. That kind of, depending on how... Well, and even then, you can pull it out and let it sit for a second to cook a little bit further through, you know? If you tent it. Keep cooking. You can tent it, yeah. Okay, pork, pork, but Perry brought up worms. Dude, trichinosis is curable, but you puke worms (laughs) out of your mouth and shit worms. Like, I mean, I like, trichinosis is not a dope ass thing to get. Yeah, I get it. Dude, that's... (laughs) Just like in the I mean, fucking scary movie, the scary movie movie, like it's just fucking projectile worm vomit. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, dude, dude, trichinosis ain't no joke. And like, yes, we do have something that can get rid of it, but you gotta catch it early. It's like, don't no, get no, no. botulism, my dude. Nobody gets botulism until no, the whole, until they the get whole issue was about just the raw pork, and like that's why back right. in the day, like uh, we had an issue with the, the meat industry. But uh, there was a huge regulation change in the 90s, so we don't have to re- worry about that on the... Mar- well, there's a lot of we to worry about in the, in the market, period. But uh, not so much that in the pork market, uh, to the point now where even the FDA had lowered the uh, suggested temperature to, like, I think it was like 165 yeah, or yeah, some shit like that right. for pork. Um, so that now you can still have... You can have a little bit of pink and not be fucking dry as hell and need god's amount of whatever sauce that you shouldn't be eating with a meat because it should be nice i just don't fuck with pork much anyways unless it's like brisket or like a fucking like shredded you know we do i I, I I seriously have not had a pork chop in so long we just do a basic ranch pork chop dude dude you do a nice thick ranch pork chop and it's stupid simple it's just like ranch packet and like a little bit of paprika in it and you just cover each side of the pork chops and just let it sit until it gets night a little you know probably like 30 minutes before you throw it in the oven and that shit comes out like super tender you know, and like seriously i, I like really i don't good. eat meat very much but like uh but I, like i do yeah, i do i, like, like I absolutely meat, yeah. do uh and but like it's been this motherfucker i remember when from the first times I ever saw this guy eat meat it was because some server gave him a uh was it a shredded beef burrito instead of a bean burrito when we were at hacienda <laughs> in benton harbor i do believe i just i the only reason that sticks with me I is because like I, I got sick so hard <laughs> because you did that's why the story is so fucking funny is because 
she was she was pretty she was pretty cute and like i remember she came over and we were both like hey you know blah 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 but like both of us are just like stupid like drug users at the time and we were just like shy back <laughs> into our really like booth. right now <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like, gonna, it tastes good yeah, it does yeah. taste good uh, so then like he's like a quarter of the way in and is like i think i have beef i don't think she gave me the right one <laughs> no and he hasn't eaten have, meat was, like the entire yeah, time back, i knew this guy he's been i was vegetarian. hardcore back then yeah he was like fucking hardcore vegetarian like living with him, I remember always eating like the vegetarian ribs, which weren't bad. Cover them with sauce. I was really high and hungry. But, uh, <laughs> sauce delivery. <laughs> yeah. but, so, but that shit just—I I remember him just being like, like quarter of the way through, like oh, I think she gave me the wrong burrito, and I'm like, well, I got mine. Mine was shredded beef too, so I don't know how they got mixed up. But then he was just like, I don't want to say anything. I'm just gonna keep eating. <laughs> so he just like, oh, no. ate like half the burrito, and I just remember later that night that this fool was I, not feeling well at this, all. This also and goes back. Like, this also goes back to my burrito, absolute man. curse, where I uh, and nobody like there's people that believe it because they've seen it enough times, um, but I cannot go out to eat. I do. But it's a it's a it's a dice roll because there the curse will affect me. And the, I don't know where it came from or how it, how it happened, uh, but my food, the simplest of orders, will get fucked up. I promise you. I promise you. I don't. That's my Are superpower you... too, Thank Crowder. God. No way, son. <laughs> you too. I'm not alone. <laughs> I. I. It does not matter what. You can add I, some. This one person blamed me for it. It was weird. I had a friend who blamed me for it. But like literally, I ordered like a vegetarian omelet. Like I like like I'll I'll substitute something simple. Like I'll go. I sure. don't want something. You know, no that's, onions. That's that's a lot. That's just though, no onions. Sure. I, I had. I, I, I mean, like saying you don't want something that they're it just gonna throw into an omelet that's not fucking... in the omelet yet. Like, no, no this. You just it's hard, just written bro. down. I said no onions, and I got a different mm-hmm. omelet. Like, not the omelet I ordered, no onions. I got a farmer's omelet instead of a vegetarian I can't, omelet. I can't remember like, how I many. Did, like, a ham kitchen and potato too, yeah? omelet. quite a few. So, like, how, how yeah. do, do you have it where, yeah. like, your shit will get dropped off, and you'll look, and you'll just be like, motherfucker, I know exactly what fucking happened right here and now. Like, I know who fucked this up and how they fucked this up, and I could go back there and just be like, hey, bro. You know, like, you reached in, like, you just got, you got to reach a ticket, you know, or like, or like, just like, you know what I mean? That's too hard, man. And like. Dude, my, uh, my biggest thing is I don't like pickles. (laughs) So the worst fucking thing is that because anything else, like, I don't mind tomatoes, like depending on certain situations, they're not my Uh entire favorite. Um. Like, but but I but I love bruschetta. I get and you. I love like I told, no, no, salads. I get you. I'm, like, I'm real picky weird, about right? tomatoes too. Yeah, yeah. It's but I don't like them on my burgers. Like, but I'll eat those things, which are basically just tomato based. But then they have so many other spices and deliciousness on them. Anyway, uh, so but pickles. Are, so if a burger has a, like I usually order no pickles, to, no tomatoes on a burger. Uh, if a 
tomato comes on, not a big deal. Depending on how I feel, sometimes I'll eat it. If not, my wife takes it. My biggest fucking peeve is the burger. Because there's nothing worse than biting into vinegar. a burger when you don't like pickles. And having a fucking pickle in there. It's like walking through a fucking park on a beautiful summer day. And then you turn in a corner and there's a fucking rotting right, right. dead corpse. Like, like in, like, in the it, burger? It just kills the fucking mood. Okay, alright, alright. No, in the park. But the pickle is the dead no, body. No, 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 no. The, the pickle, the, the pickle, the pickle is in the burger. <laughs> yes, and the problem with that is normally it'd be like, oh, just take it out, right? Yeah, it's the vinegar, with pickle juice, vinegar, and br- it's brine. Fucking it's soaks salt in and vinegar. Yeah. What's well, the brine? Yeah, yeah, and oh, you dill. Don't like dill. But the biggest part of it is dill, and I've started hmm. to really narrow it down. I don't like dill, like because there's a lot of things I've had that are dill flavored as well, and I just oh mm-hmm. man, no. I, I'm not a big fan. I, I've done better with other pickles. I used because I used to think it was the pickling process, and uh, from there I've actually kind of narrowed that down because there are certain things, especially like in uh, pho and stuff like that. When I get like the pickled onions and certain things, and like that the the sourness it adds is fucking delicious. But so I've really narrowed it can, down now that it's can I tell you dill that I do not uh, like, and it just. When I destroys uh, my burgers, I, I was man. working at a kitchen one time and we didn't have ranch at all. And whenever anybody would throw enough of a fit about ranch, when I was working, no, 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 <laughs> nobody else. But when fucking when I was ranch, working, dude. like multiple times, and I would always be like, they have to put fucking money in that fucking tip jar, right? But I would just take sour cream and mayo, mix it together with some dill and fucking garlic powder and salt and fucking like taste it a little bit, you know, just to make sure it was close and hand it to those fuckers. And they would totally fucking buy it and be like, that ranch was good. Eat that (laughs) shit up too, bro. Yeah. Word. I don't have any buttermilk back here, but I mean, it's close enough, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it. Ship it. Dude, Crowder, Dude. when you get the wrong item, do you send it back? I, can I never usually send it back, uh, ever. Usually, I'll actually oh, no. um, tell the waitress and say that I don't want it remade and I just don't want to fuck with it. Like, if I'm not going to eat it, I'm going to tell the waitress. And when they ask if I want it remade, I say absolutely not. Not that way. I say it nicer than than that, or I'll say it like that and then be like, "I'm sorry," you know, or whatever. I fucking not a total dick all the time. I'm a total dick all the time. Uh, but yeah, no, I I send my shit back, dude. I, hey, yeah, I I didn't work in kitchens for eight dollars, nine dollars an hour for like twenty years of my life, getting shit on by everybody to get served shit food. Okay, I tip good. I'm your fucking customer. You give me what I fucking ordered. Uh, yeah, I'm convinced that, that too, I'm convinced that it's how I look. Like me and Nancy have decided <laughs> that it's partially just like that I'm like a bearded hipster looking dude. Like. I'm not I like a good-looking bearded hipster dude. You know what I mean? I don't dress sharp. I dress like grimy as fuck, and like, I, like people are just like they see us and they're like these bitches aren't gonna tip. But the, what's funny is that like I tip better than most people because I've worked I, service and I worked the end that tips. I worked in the bar. I worked as the bartender. I worked in the restaurant as the fucking server. So I ball out tip. If I give you an 18% tip, it means fuck you. Like that's the low end of my tip, you know? So it's like you get these fucked up dishes and you're like, ah. And I feel bad because I know how mad the kitchen's mad the kitchen gets. But also I'm like, you sort of fucked me here and I'm paying $15 for this. But I'll just be like, 
all right, I guess I'm eating somebody else's fucking <laughs> omelet. Like, unless it's somebody else's food. That's the only time I'll be like, you gave me someone else's plate. That's when I know the kitchen server thing is a fuck up. Is when it comes and you're like, this is right. somebody else's meal. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the time I'm like, you probably want to give this to whoever it's actually for, table 56. Man, or I've gotten... <laughs> I've uh, I've never worked food service. No, you delivered much, but not, not in the service. I remember sense. that shit. But I, I probably made a pizza I, or two. Well, yeah, delivered. <laughs> yeah, that shit was fucking gold, dude. I don't know <laughs> I how don't I either. stayed employed well, there so well, long. I mean, <laughs> like, dude, I sh I came back tripping one time. Like, how the fuck? And I remember that too. Because, like, I delivered a pizza to, like, a tent down by the beach, right? Like, remember how they had the little, the little camping area before you got to yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Waco Beach I area? Mean, I, <laughs> and I pulled into the camp, the tent area and delivered their pizza, and they were like, Hey, man, are you cool? And I was like, if I say yes, I'm not cool. So, like, no. <laughs> no, like... Basically, like, yeah, and they were like, cool, and they like, invited me in the tent and like smoked me out, which is always a cool tip. And then they were like, hey, do you like mushrooms? And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And they ended up selling me like this fucking orange chocolate, right? And it was supposed to be, uh, I want to say it was an eighth. I want to say it was an eighth. It was supposed to be an eighth of, of, of mushrooms, right? And every occurrence I've ever had it's not an eighth. with mushroom chocolate... There was always yeah, chunks yeah. of mushrooms in it, right? Every time I've had it, I, I, I don't know why. Maybe they're lazy, whatever. But every time I've had mushroom sure. chocolates, there was mushrooms still in it. I, I, uh, so real, real I quick, kinda, like, I think you're it. wrong. They gave me, by they, the way, that, that you haven't had mushroom chocolates that didn't have chunks of mushroom in it. But continue. I. <laughs> well, yeah, because now the story goes. Now the story is I get back to the, the fucking store. And I'm like looking at this thing, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna eat some tomorrow, like tonight and shit." And I was like, "You know what? I gotta make sure to get burned." I, I they, they gave me a hell of a discount. I think I paid like 15 bucks or some shit. And like, uh, I I get I get to the store, and like I'm like, "All right, let me just check this out a little bit, right?" So I kind of break it, like break a piece off. Yeah, I don't fuck see it. Any the mushrooms? Thing, it looks it. just like straight <laughs> chocolate. And I was like, I was like, no, I ate like half or like three quarters of it. Because I was like, ah, oh, if I paid $15 for like orange chocolate, because it, it was orange chocolate, that shit's bomb. Anyway, so I was like, if I paid, like, I'll just cut my losses. Like, fuck it. I'm not going to go back down there. So I ate like a qu like three quarters of it. Like, it was pretty good chocolate. No, like, there was no mushroom taste. So I really thought I got burned at that point. And I go back in, start doing some work get another delivery come back go to the back room to start doing like dishes because i had to, as a delivery driver you had to do the dishes and as soon as i like slam the 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 dishwashing door closed <laughs> like it reverberated and just was like and i was like oh fuck <laughs> i still had to close that night and it was like super I, I early swear to God, it's another curse um, so anytime you try to test mushrooms out and just assume that you took a little tiny bit, that's when they're going to fucking hit you least expected. It's just going to be like, you're going to be in the middle of Denny's yeah. and it's going to be like, you know, uh, I had another instance where I was growing mushrooms and I was like, 
I had to go. To, I had to go to work, and I worked at uh, the Buckle. I don't know if you ever remember that store in the mall. They I worked had at nice uh, the Buckle for a while. I was in the back room doing. I worked in the back. I, I was shooting the shooting, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I think they so. had it. They had an Some, urban like, section. Is what it was too, referred to. Probably. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Echo. Ooh. Usually Echo button-up shirts. Fuck. Uh, so I was growing mushrooms, and I just like d- like dried out this batch, right? And they were still a little wet. And I was like, I had to go to work, and I was like, you know, I should probably try one. I was like, I've gone to work. Well, we, and we know about wet mushrooms too, More right? Mushrooms. I mean, pff, they're nothing. Yes, we do. No, so that's where I was like, cool. So I took a fat cat and was like, hey, I might just get the body. Fucking malls. Most stores, you know how like they're like maybe pretty skinny, but they're super like deep. As soon as I walk in, like it's just that cliche, like a tunnel, like, like, a, like an infinite tunnel. Yep. And I was like, oh, I got eight hours of this, and I had to go in the back room, and I'm like sitting at the table, and like the table's like a glass table, and then it had like a chain link fence, like a chain link fence under almost, but it wasn't a chain link fence. It was thick enough to hold the glass, you know. And I'm just staring at that because it's just like going like in and out and like weaving and going through. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> I kind of fucked up on this. <laughs> like, so I tried to work and I guess I didn't look like oh, I was feeling too lucky. well. Every, every time I've ever wound up working while <laughs> tripping, they are, they're always like, you're doing a really good job today. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> just please leave me alone. No, I had no, there was no issues on my work, but it was like, you just said I... I was told one time I looked purple. Looking too good, so I was like... At work, when I was definitely still a little fucking, uh... Well, I don't know what you would call it, trippy. Yeah. Yeah, right. well, on the, on the come, come down, down but or? I started drinking to get rid of the come down, but, like, the come down was one of those ones that, like, it never quite went away, you know what I mean? Like, until I went to sleep, and I never really went to sleep. Yeah. I kept telling everybody mm-hmm. at work I was going to cut my dick off and throw it in the fire. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> Smoke sausage, right? So, so how you, do, Sleep now how you doing the over fire. there, dude? I'm going to cut my fucking dick <laughs> off and just throw it in the fire. <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> so... Yeah, so I mean, taxes, huh? <laughs> Chumba Wumba would probably say it's theft. I would too, actually. I would too. Believe it or not. <laughs> Fucking taxes. Fucking Chumba Wumba, dude. Uh, I like, I, I, I like Chumba Wumba up until like mm, uh, a little before Tub Thumper. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, there I... was. Anarchy was probably the one album that stood out for me, just in that like. A- I had Anarchy fun to me is to when it. it's like. Uh, Okay, get ready for some not so great stuff, but you can listen to this. Yeah, not, yeah well, all of I'm it not has saying that. It's great by any means. I just right. had a fun listening to it. It's just like it was super entertaining. I, I, will I listen to it regularly? And also, no. If you hate right wing rhetoric, listen. which I do, I love it. I don't know, man. I might throw uh, Anarchist a cigarette more on that shit. Just like. Ever- Every Bottom track has a bit, every, like, well, not every album, but most albums up to a certain point have something in it where it's like, yeah, all right, go go chumba bumba. 
Yeah, that's yeah. I'll give him that. Uh, never mind. I'll give him Anarchy yeah. has homophobia on it, and like from the '90s, and especially because of AIDS and everything that was going on, like having a song like that, I think, and they were one album away from like making that that single, so they did chart for that album. And that being one of the songs on the album, I thought was a powerful Absolutely. statement in the 90s, in the early 90s. And I thought that was cool as hell. And I was like, that's dope. And they're like, they're trying to police our love. They're trying to police our, our bodies. And like, yeah, nah, that's fucking 101s for sure. Like, if you're if you're at all into like being a bit of a but lefty, in the 90s. You know, like that's what basic shit. But like a pop band singing that in your face. Yeah, in 94, singing that in your face, like written in 93 probably, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a dope thing. And I mean, like... I think I think that they did an interesting job of that in their early career of like being in your face about uh, the hypocrisy of the system that like oh, yeah. benefits you, and and I, that to me is endearing even though they're famous for well, fucking because, cup dumping you. But they wanted to be <laughs> well, like like they purposely set out to make that the fucking. They knew they were signing with a major label that would promote that album. Like promotion is fucking key. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to know your fucking shit if you don't fucking have right. anybody to promote it. And who better to promote it than a fucking company that's been fucking doing well, it for isn't that decades? Don't they say that the, the reason being that they went EMI was because in order to Absolutely. operate in this capitalistic society that they had to work within that those constrictions. And then in, in, their, in, their, in their statement, the, the biggest reason... Was that they cut, had cut ties with the weapons manufacturer yep. Thorn, I do believe it was, uh, and then that's one of their biggest like, okay, we'll play your fucking game, and being what they had happened, it sounds like they that, and then they left because they were like, we got what we wanted from them, so that's always pretty interesting. They were on the label for like yeah. four years yeah. or something. It was yeah. a real short run. <clears throat> Yeah, well, that, you it know, sounds like they the, got exactly the, the timing of that. It was like the long. The timing of that was so con. perfect because, like, they couldn't do that now. You know, a major label wouldn't pick them up and yep. drop them, and they wouldn't make the kind of money that they would have back back then. It's just not. It wouldn't have happened. So they, I mean, they they did it right, I suppose. And if you listen to those last couple albums that are just folk songs, like, you gotta want to make that. You know. Yeah, right. that that sounds like that's that sounds like a, a passion thing from them. It's not just, hey, this is where like we feel the fans are. Like, no, that like where they went, that's where the the rest of them felt that that was it was a passion piece at that point. Well, I, I mean, that's like, album, uh, feels like I mean, I mean it's you, like like I, I like playing electronic stuff. I like uh, like personally when I play music, I like playing you know amplified distorted shit it's fun it's interesting it's neat to see what kind of different sounds you can get with different instruments and this and that but uh that doesn't change the fact that every now and then like i'll look over at my acoustic and be like hey buddy you know let's just play some guitar you know like let's this is what a guitar sounds like this is what it sounds like to traditionally nicely play a fucking guitar it's all it's all melody and lyrics at that point, and that's why those. But then that comes down to the whole like how they just yeah. recycle stuff. Like that one album about rebel songs is they literally re-recorded just fucking sec- recording songs. No, but they re-recorded a second time later on in their career because they all felt they were better at singing. <laughs> yeah, like they thought they were and better more at harmonic. music than they yeah. were earlier on in their career. So well, that's at that the, point, 
they're now making folk songs because they're like, this is the kind of music that like requires more proficiency than maybe their earlier albums. Even though I think that they were fine enough musicians earlier on in their career. I like if you listen to those demos it. and those EPs that you were talking about, the really early yeah, stuff, like cool. I mean, they're 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 interesting enough. Uh, you know, anarchist punk songs like that have some movement and are like you know more there. complicated than I just have a verse, a... chorus, verse. I think it was the uh, the EX um, EP that I was listening to, and my daughter went and grabbed her like little Fisher Price guitar and like strapped it on, and I have a video of her just fucking thrashing nice. Fuck with yes. it at one of the fucking uh, riffs. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's really cool. I'll send it to you, dude. Like I don't like to li- I don't like to post kid shit because some people are like, why the fuck do I want to kid stuff? <laughs> Sometimes I get annoyed at that with people like I don't want to fucking see your kid all the time. Like, what the just fuck? do it on Facebook. That's where you do it. You put it on Facebook. Your, your and mom. People that want to see it will see mom it. Mom in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just sent it to my mom. Like that's the funny thing. I don't do. I don't fuck with Facebook. Like, I just. Yeah, I, my yeah. my mom has a phone. Uh, I don't worst. need to post it on Facebook if I want her to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I post maybe occasionally just stupid shit. I I was posting a lot of political stuff during the election because fuck a lot of people for anyway. um so for uh, just as a quick side because i think this is funny um i never use facebook except to chat with you guys on messenger because for some reason everyone has a facebook and chats on messenger and that's the way i can do it from um, from vietnam but like my facebook if you go to look at what 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 i've been doing is just for like maybe three or four years and then nothing is me checking in to a college bar in the Tulane district in New Orleans to get a free shot of Fireball. So it's just like, Robert's checked in at Bruno's and it'll be like once every month or so of me checking in to fucking Bruno's to get a free shot of Fireball in a fucking college bar. It's so dumb and hilarious. So like my my last 10 years of Facebook is just Bruno's. Checked in at Bruno's. Robert's developed alcoholism. So dumb, dude. <laughs> All right. So, hard segue because I don't want to lose this because it has not been brought up, but it has been brought up on the chat with the song "Time Bomb" and how I was like, "Oh, it's just like, what's that deal?" Oh, wait, wait, like wait, 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 wait. I'll bring a, you right, right back. They're... But I do need to interject this. The X fucking rules. Go listen to the X and not Chumba Wumba. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, the X. That fucking that EP is pretty pretty awesome anyways yeah uh, it's... uh so they, they have that time bomb song which made me kind of start looking at other tracks there's other time maybe bombs. there's other songs named well yeah but maybe there's other tracks that they have that are named like other songs and i just happened to realize that on swinging with raymond there is a track all called mixed all up. mixed up i don't know what to do he said turn around find the person <laughs> is you so that's funny Did as fuck. Say, so just get up off. Just so just and get again, up it's off your nothing ass. Like, <laughs> like that so too, yeah. Off, off your, yeah, yeah. Like an asshole. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. God bless you, Nick. Is that Nick or is that SA? Who cares? Well, bless you both. Yeah, uh, that is, that's Nick's. That's you guys, Nick, I gotta tell you, the longer Exum, we man. do this, the more I really like 311. <laughs> I will say, I got really stoned one time, and one of their uh, songs on Sound System came on, 
and it was like like a jammy dubby reggae one and i think i've been playing too much grand theft auto like on the reggae station because i just zoned out and like blew through a red light it was like Oh, I'm not playing uh, Grand Theft Auto now, am I? Nope. This podcast <laughs> has ruined my Spotify. I mean, I literally am getting, I am literally getting, I'm literally getting 311 live um, online show. At, like, it's like Sylvan Esso and 311 are two shows that are coming up live for you. And I'm like, no, they're not. And absolutely Dude, what? Why is 3, I haven't listened to 311 <laughs> since I listened to 311 for the it's first like- cast, dude. We should do a, uh, is 311 we, worse than we 311 We need to revisit sometime. it. Uh, I've meant to. That's what I'm saying. We need to go through 100. their entire discography. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Uh, you know, so we get a wide, so by the time we get there, we've made sure that we've covered, like, a very wide spectrum. Yeah. Oh, before we actually spectrum. go into the, uh. The fu- the fusion the the rock fusion the masters then. that are three eleven. <laughs> can, can Fucking you- weed gods. <laughs> so I tried to make a separate account so I could have this podcast as like a se- like a Roberts listens to music he likes pod you know right. Spotify and a, and a and a one that's just for three eleven so I could like it can be it doesn't matter if it's recommending me big and rich or whatever. <laughs> Um, and because I'm in Vietnam and my account was opened in the United States and I changed it to the family plan, it's like, you're an American user. And I'm like, okay, but I live in this place. And they're like, it doesn't matter. You have to be in America to it. Like opening a new account as a family member in Vietnam, because I'm in Vietnam, doesn't count towards my family plan because it was opened in Vietnam. So it would be like the essentially if I was married here and had a kid and I had was like kids in my family they're like yeah it doesn't matter you opened it in U- the US. So you're yep. saying I have to start a new account? Yep, you have to scrap Ridiculous, and have a Vietnam dude. account, dude. Just scrap the whole thing so I can start over and I was like, well, I mean at this point I might as well cuz fucking It's fucking my playlists are mad fucked up. Dude, boils. I'm telling you. So like I keep forgetting to turn it off because as soon as an album stops, it goes into that curated fucking list. I use Apple Music and it goes into this curated list and I fucking ran to like my fucking phone so quick when all of a sudden I forget what album stopped and then all of a sudden that fucking If I Had a Million Dollars by the Bare Naked Ladies came on. Because it thinks you want to listen to that shit because you did. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, no, I don't want to listen to that. That song Every is song terrible. Every song is just fucking bad. The band bad. is yeah, terrible. I, uh, I've, I've at least, so oh. I use Spotify so often. I listen to music enough where, uh, and I, I make sure to interject something that I know I'm going to want to listen to like next month. And I usually put on ambient music at night. So like it still suggests me ambient music. And lately it's been uh, suggesting me like electronic shit. Cause it's been what I've been like listening to listening to on my walks no because like actually not movie (laughs) not movie stuff uh there's this uh a guy little snake do you want to listen to hotel they just put out a single with flying lotus and um they only put they're one of those those musicians uh, those producers that only puts out like an ep or a single with a, a couple of fucking tracks on it you know uh which I think is cool, doing all vinyl stuff, especially for DJs and shit. That's 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 rad. That's why you should make that stuff. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Been listening to it lately. It's been showing up 
in my recommendations. But other than that, it's been like that you listen to Chumbawamba and you listen to U2 and you listen to Fallout Boy. So we're just going to vomit all over you. Oh, yeah. They don't like. Speaking of Chumbawamba and U2. Yeah, everybody They does. fucking hate Bono, too. And I just totally rammed. I know, but like they openly do. And it's awesome. Because I'm like, I hate because him, too. I listen. Wow. Do we just become best friends? To uh, Chumbawamba, they suggested that I listen to the Octung Bono album by uh, was it Half Man Half Biscuit? I think is the name of the band. It was good. It was good. I listened to it a little bit. It was all right. I like it. It was funny. They got a sense of humor. That band, Half Man Half Biscuit. I think that's the name. Maybe, maybe it's not. I might be getting that wrong. Uh, we're gonna take a a moment for our <laughs> unexpected sponsor, Cacti. That's cacti agave spiked seltzer by maybe Travis Scott. It's alcohol. It tastes like possibly tastes like Sanders hairspray. Can. Kind of lo- looks like hairspray. Like the uh, musical. Like the product, the hair product. The uh, the hold. It's for the hold. I'm a hi- I'm a hydro what? homie, so this episode's brought to you by water. Mine's kind of water too. Hydro homie. Uh, I guess on my end it's uh by Pizza Port Outdoor Escape. Mm. Yeah. A pretty okay. bomb IPA. Did you say Pizza Port? I did. What is it? it what is, is this? a door? Pizza. What door? And brewing place. Name? Pizza port. What's the top part say? Bring, bring it, bring it down a little. Outdoor escape. That's what you said. Okay. I was having having a problem because I just I, I just for some pizza chugged the of the cacti. Oh man, their pizza is so good. They're right there, like <laughs> they're like a block, two blocks away from the water. I think, like in uh, Ocean Beach here in San Diego, and they have amazing pizza. Uh, they do so. Their what, biggest brewing wait, what kind of pizza areas in San Marcos, but they do on. Well, like uh, a, give me a style. Like, like a was it Neapolitan? Have, is it like a Detroit style? Is it Pan? Uh, hand toss. Tradi- well, pub? it's probably Tradition. more of a hand toss. I'd say it's a thick. Oh, it's, hand, it's a thick what? Huh? It's like so a like thick, a, a thick pump hand style, toss, I, I want to say, because it's not a pan. When it's just a traditional, like a 14-inch tossed, uh, any, anything. Yeah, because then they, but then they go, but it, their dough, I don't know what they use. Maybe it's the water around them. Hell yes. Something. Their dough is phenomenal. It's just so, like, it has enough, it's like nice and yeasty, uh, nice like pull apart, like soft, but then it has that nice crunch on the outside. And all they do is they don't have a fancy oh, yeah, oven. They just use the belt oven. So, yeah, uh, but there, but the place we go to in Ocean Beach, they do on-site, on-site micro-brews, so you can actually order from, like, this big list they have, and they'll actually have a little flag to s- let you know which one of their beers were brewed on premises here oh, cool. and not at their larger brewing place. So I, anytime I'm there, I always That's... order from the flagged ones like that, because they're so fucking I have a, fresh I have a, dude like so i've delicious. worked in quite a few microbreweries in fact uh since i'm done with my cacti spiked seltzer and uh i'm constantly living in pain i'm just gonna drink it away i am now opening the Ra- ravina i don't know how that's pronounced 
uh, brewing company such a fuss hazy IPA they said they just canned this today uh, fucking when you get those multiple sites like that with a place like I, I get I get a little shitty after working at a bunch of them when they start distributing and they start opening yep. up new locations and they start like spreading out it's like man you're you're watering down your shit you know it's, it's kind of like the cassette culture with the fucking chumbawamba yep. and shit like that where it's like everybody would seek you out you know you had a thing you had a thing Dude. that was not available to fucking everybody and they would come to you for it <laughs> and now you opened up another fucking location and you just fucking like your supply and demand Dude, they have they have a north north location that we were we went uh-huh. up north county san diego it's nothing like where we live because we live in major metropolitan san diego like like we had our youngest daughter in hillcrest which gotcha. is considered inner city type shit <laughs> yeah like it's the major metropolitan yeah, I mean, area of san, san diego. diego but people consider city. san diego but they consider San Diego huge, like they, like most people consider San Diego just as San Diego County, which goes all the way up to like Oceanside, which is like forty right. something minutes away for me. Uh, but so we were up in North County area, and I think it was Solano Beach or something somewhere. We went to the Pizza Port there, right? And mind you, we go to the Ocean Beach one, which is like really close to us. It's it's like probably twenty minutes away. Uh, it's very uh-huh. eclectic, I guess is a good term. A lot of fucking beach bums. Because a lot of the beaches have different, like, things. Uh, but the more beach bum hippie kind of vibe at OB, definitely. Uh, but we definitely love it as a family. And so we go there. The pizza port there is a phenomenal. And then we go to the North County one. And all I could think of when we pulled, like, started walking up was that fucking uh, Buzz Lightyear and Woody meme. Where it was just like white people, oh, white it's one people of those everywhere, because that's all all I saw, man. Like we're used to being an OB, where it's like fucking grungy, like you, you name it, all walks of life, dude. And then you go, we were up there, and it was just all rich white people. You're man. telling me you guys have microbreweries where you're at that have diverse clientele? No, 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 no! Don't wait. Yeah, I don't get it. Is it real? Because every place I've ever worked, yeah, man, it looks like cool. a chalkboard. <laughs> fucking sneezed. Fuck. <laughs> oh, there's still the cliche. Don't don't get me wrong. There's still the cliche ones, but like the OB one, you see some interesting characters. It's one of it's, those. It's a good time, but there is still a, probably more yeah, percentage I mean, white. Just I would joking. Anyway. Say. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. That's fucking. No, I'm mean, talking demographics, man. And I've, you know, I've I've worked uh, every uh, every um, microbrewery I've worked at's very northern, very very northern, very 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 northern. So um, it's pale, it's pale up there. <laughs> the the problem with bands and breweries is it's it's not about uh, it's not about quality at the end of the day. It's just about producing something in a large amount that people will consume. You know, like. 
bands and, and, and beers are like, like Founders when it was small was a great brewery and was awesome to go to and enjoy. And the bigger it got, the more it was about fuck these. Like I remember when, when, when my buddies that worked at, at Founders would bring home cases Hi. of no, of, of low fills. And then later on it was like, off. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And um, before I even knew you though, I had other I buddies had that were bringing that shit home in like the, in like the office shit. And like. Of fucking low fills. That I would just yeah. hand people cases. Fuck it. And th- it's not. They are making Skrilla, dude. They are making so much more money than they've ever made before. And all of a sudden, these guys are not taking home these cases anymore. People well, are getting they, paid less. To, to be fair, to out. be fair, to be it's fair. Like, it's all about to these be profit fair, margins. It's like the. Well, the, we I, don't I, care just about real quick, though. Quality. To be fair, just to, just to defend the company that I do not like and I don't want to defend. But at that time. Uh, they did buy a new bottling machine. Their old one was very outdated, and it was off. And the laws had changed since that fucking machine had been made. So they bought an updated system, and their beers became uh, much more accurately poured, is what had happened. Uh, there was a change in ah, their okay. fucking shit for who got the... They started making it where you had to sign up for fucking low fills. Like, they used to leave them in the fucking... Uh, cooler in the back back room and at the end of the night if there was anything in there you could just grab them and like me and geo had that studio yeah. that was just down the road That's from it you know and we'd grab like two cases like switch them out we'd have like 12 oh like a sort like 12 pack of like four different beers yeah. and just take them over to our fucking studio and just like nice. stay up drinking all night probably good that they didn't keep doing that as far as like alcohol responsibility is concerned but like it really sucked as an employee you know i didn't really see it but yeah well dude we i didn't work work for them but we have the crazy ass story of ballast point out here like one of my favorite fucking breweries for the longest time man they were they were founded here uh well the issue being now you can find them everywhere and you know why? Because they were fucking climbing up in San Diego. They had a couple badass tasting rooms. In fact, I started doing home brewing going to one close by uh, because they had a small little tasting room. And then it was all a home brew mart. And then you'd kind of walk up and you'd have an ID. They'd take your ID and you could only get like one little glass, <laughs> like a taster glass for a dollar. Four ounces. One per thing because they weren't licensed because they weren't licensed to That's be a wild. full-on like poor right so they they kind of got away that's how small they were but then they grew and grew and they remodeled and stuff and then constellation distributing uh that huge ass fucking distributor that yep. owns like corona and all that uh fucking bought bought ballast point for like a million dollars back in like i don't know 2000 something and it was like a huge deal because everybody that was like into beer because there's a lot of people into beer in san diego and they were like all right fucking ballast points done and i was like i held out hope like well maybe we'll see and yeah i can honestly say since they were bought i don't drink ballast point like there's other more local breweries now that have better fresher beer that is not through this fucking mainstream corporate distribution so i don't know microbreweries became popularized and like microbreweries were cool because they were little places in local areas 
and like Budweiser at one point was like yeah, putting yeah. out a fake there's microbrewery a few still label that, that was not was like a part of the Budweiser distributors like microbreweries at this point are just this watered down bullshit where like people are like I can make money off yep. this craze it's a trend it's a craze it's exponentially grown because a bunch of clowns are like oh, I'm gonna jump in the microbrew market you can go to a microbrewery everywhere and have a shitty fucking beer because well, these bastards aren't they don't care about beer they care about making the money so they can they're, the microbreweries are like the are like the tiny app that Facebook buys you know like that's I, what microbreweries have become they're like oh come yeah, on Heineken the fact buy that us I was out, able to get you know? bells out like, here it's just when gross. I first moved out here I couldn't like you couldn't get bells out here and I, I loved uh, Two Harder Dale that was one of my favorites and all said now I can get it and it's, it's not, like it's not as good but now I can't get it because anywhere that sells it it doesn't it, the turnover turnover rates has really not shitty. been good for a long so time like, if you look at the can there's oh that too so too hard does not hold up so, for shit either That's no like, there's uh, a lot of, of beers that don't hold up too well we were talking like, about founders. Horrible, one of my favorite man. founders like, beers is the red's rye and they used to sell it and just sell red's it rye. right and then like a few years went by and they were like yo so old stuff tastes like shit you need to put a best buy date on there and they were just selling all this like skunky ass old but not even a best buy man i hate see the bigger companies are the one that put a best buy on it like the 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 companies i buy from have a yeah canned yeah, on yeah, yeah 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 that's like, well this that's was canned same, on difference, this same difference semantics of that well it's not though a best buy difference is way different like elysium they only have Best Buys I, now. I, uh, That's out of like, meant Seattle it as, area. A, as a Best. As a... Because I, I loved Space Man, Dust. It was a pretty good IPA. Place. And then I just stopped Bro. buying it because... Because I stopped buying it because everywhere... Like, everywhere I'd get it, that, it was always that so fucking place, already past they, date. But the best... The, the, it was the within fucking, the like, best legitimate buy legitimate brewery of that place and the fucking, like, the, like, stores and shit. Uh, fucking when I first moved... Like, when I first visited seattle to be like hey do i want to you know hang out or whatever and you know come out this way uh when i was coming back from alaska and uh it was open it was it wasn't great or whatever and then i came back i moved you know i actually brought my stuff out here and um they were closed (laughs) like the place is just shady as fuck and they were closed for like three four months and uh everybody in town was like oh their beer got bad don't and like the beer's fine i drink it if i see the fucking the what was the one you said the space dust if i see space dust i'll space you dust. know if, it's sort of like you said with uh ballast point if i'm at a fucking bar and i look at the menu and i prefer drinking an ipa the only ipa they got is that bring it if it was yeah, if totally it was fine bring it no, don't do it yeah, it's fine uh, but like yeah, the company's shady, apparently. Oh Real God. shady. And actually, you know, a lot of these fucking... Because Seattle's one of those places. Uh, kind of like Michigan blew up with microbreweries. I know California's fucking covered with them, and Seattle's one of those places, too. Yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers try to do that shit, and I don't know. There's a lot of shady businesses. Well, it doesn't matter, dude. We have shitty ones, I'm too. Sure. We have a lot of shitty ones. Just because we have a... Like, San Diego has a lot. Like, we, we're known to have a lot, but there's a lot of shitty ones, too, where you're like... Wow, you just open this to grabbing the craze and don't even fucking care about it goes beer in at this and it point. comes out. It goes in like, and it comes out. I'm drinking. This is the show now. It it, it costs. Oh man, you know what? Uh, my favorite was going. <laughs> so I uh, I work for a company that has an office in Minnesota. So I've uh, except for last year I was supposed to go, but for the past couple of years Dude. I always end up in Duluth, Minnesota. 
Yeah, but it's not uh, as cool. It's fun times. Uh, one of the first times, I, well, one of the first times I they tried to be like, let's bring out this uh, the San Diegans, right? Like ha ha ha, like because they brought us out like in January, <laughs> and it's uh, there was like four of us, but I think unbeknownst to most of them, out of the four of us, uh, three of us had originally so... lived in the Midwest at some point, like myself. Myself, uh, another guy lived in like Indiana, and then one of the other guys lived in Chicago area. So we were all like, "Oh yeah, it's cold. I, I remember this." And the only person that had an issue was the homeboy who was born and then like born in Mexico and then lived here. So. Yeah. <laughs> he had like four jackets. Yeah, that was and the shit. funniest thing when I got to uh, to Denali. It was the fucking a lot of people from Tennessee and Texas went down there to work, and like. You know, I, I showed up and it was like mm, not even spring, like dead end of winter, like late early May maybe. I don't know. Uh, and these people were there from Texas and Tennessee, and they were just like, I was walking to the shower. It's communal showers, you know. You got like little cabins, and then there's like a, a shower place because there's not a lot yeah. of water out there, uh, running water. And they <laughs> like, I'd like make the run from my cabin to the fucking bathrooms wearing shorts and a tank top that I was sleeping in. And they would just be like, what are y'all doing? Oh, it's so cold out here. And you could. What are you talking about, man? It's only like 37 degrees out. Like, fucking A. Dude. (laughs) Yeah, stop. (laughs) It's not even freezing, homie. You better get your. What are you doing up here? Dude, in Vietnam, these motherfuckers are dressed in, like, full-out, like, winter gear in 85-degree weather. It is insane. Like, they have windbreakers and long pants and, like, and sometimes they have sweatshirts on or jackets. (laughs) It is insane, dude. No, they just— sensitive? Should I not have made that joke? They're, I mean, they're used to the hot weather. Like, I mean, you, you, your body changes in different temperatures over time. So, like, yeah. they've been here for X, whatever. It's like a fucking jungle. But, like, goddamn, dude. Like, it's hot as hell. Like, I'll be sweating in a t-shirt and shorts. Humid like, on humid a motorbike. Too. And these dudes are seriously, like, and the, the women, they they wear these, like, their face mask. And then they cover it, like, because they don't want to get sunburned. So, they cover all parts of their skin. So they're in gloves, and their arms are covered, and their legs are covered, their feet are covered, their face is covered, and it's 90 degrees. And it's just like, damn, dude, that is hot. And I was like, how are you not like, what are you falling talking off about? your it's motorbike like right now, man? 88 degrees. It's cold out. So funny. You need a jacket. Like... <laughs> that shit's nuts, though, I, man. No joke, oh. dude. I'm, th- I'm a thick girl for sure, but, like, damn, dude, like, I'm not that thick. No, I like, mean, holy half, shit. One of, one of my main problems with living Crazy. in Seattle is it's too cold. Fucking... You know, like, I, um, it's not that cold. It, Dude, wet cold soaks into your bones, man. Wet cold soaks into your bones. New Orleans wouldn't get too cold, but it was humid, wet, cold. And, like, you know, 40 degrees, it's just like I could feel it, like, penetrating everything. I'm just like, Ugh. You know what else is – I did not uh, want to go outside. The, the opposite, though, about so. Seattle living here is that it's, uh, like, the snow. Because like, it snows. You know, it gets cold. But it, it never, like, it only snows for, like, a day. Yeah. And, like, it got to the point where it's, like, I'd rather just not have, I'd rather just stay warm <laughs> or, like, like snow. Like, where the fuck's my snow, you know? Because I've always lived someplace that has a bunch of fucking snow. And I'm technically more northern than I've usually live. It's not the most northern I've ever lived before, but I can't. 
can't see the northern yeah i wish i could see the northern lights man i want i want the northern lights back oh yeah oh yeah you saw the northern I, lights i, I, I kind of missed the fucking uh that's amazing the like non-stop all day light for a while and then non-stop all day dark it's kind of cool i i miss it I miss Midnight Sun really bad. I don't know if I can hang with it for long, but I seriously want property in Alaska, or like Nor or like Norway or something. I want I That's want cool. to be able to know that I can crawl away into the middle of fucking nowhere and die like an animal while staring at the fucking Northern Lights. Okay, that's what I fucking want. Like it's either gonna be that or I'm gonna go down to the swamp and I'm gonna fucking feed myself to the gators. Just like those, those are my retirement plans. It's either up to the bears <laughs> or down to the fucking gators, one or the other. Yeah, I, I, I don't bears. like the swamp. I, I would like to have property in the in the swamps, but I don't know, man. Those bears well, are nuts bears too. are smart. Could, I, maybe I could I, be friends. The swamps are cool. The swamps are. Cool. I would love to have a place. I still would cool, really though. like to live in New Orleans for a little bit. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. I wish I could put a a band a brass band down it's together a, it, in fucking new orleans so bad just for like an album for myself to listen to I'm, yeah i mean definitely you could do that i mean that's with ease that's the best that's the best roots music from new orleans in my my humble opinion but i'm not into roots music so there you have it they got I some like great blues, blues but... down there oh yeah it, i mean you have to know where to go to find it but like you know uh, it's it's definitely everywhere. There's a lot of the like sort of like roots Americana stuff that that dabbles into like boogaloo and For boogaloo sure. has a tendency to be like jammy and jammy. Just I mean we've talked about it a hundred well, times. Well, uh, then podcast, you get the you get the Creole damn, shit coming God damn it. in. <laughs> and I, I like I, I like a Creole rhythm. I really do. Uh, but the Zydeco shit, it I mean it, it wears on you after a couple songs. And when you get a bunch of those bands doing that, and the cheese, the just, just the, the, like you were saying with the microbreweries, with the bands, the bands and microbreweries, where it's like, you know, you get like, and that's like a Zydeco band in fucking New Orleans. Yeah. That's a, pretty much just a roots band in New Orleans where you. Do you remember Siberia Crowder, the, the like I, crusty, I, like punk here's, rock, here's what I metal, remember, electronic spot? Uh, one of my fondest memories of being in New Orleans and I was only there for like what seven days, right? Uh, Geo and I took some mushrooms mm-hmm. multiple times, but uh, fuck, should I not have said his name? He's like a parent and shit. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck is Geo? Uh, Who is like he? A fake I don't name, know. unless you go and look up my bands and look at my history and see that it's a real person. Don't do that. My bands, go look up my bands. Go look up anything that I've done artistically, but just, you know, leave my fucking people alone, please. I mean, it's rocky enough. I'm an asshole. Uh, fucking, this guy, this guy fucking, we're, we're tripping and we're wandering around. We went to the fucking karaoke bar that was like kind of across the street. You know, it's like up the block a little bit and across the street. And uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Uh, great place. Love the atmosphere. Loved yeah. it. Uh, I was on mushrooms and then uh, I got a couple of drinks, you know, and we, we uh, go across the street and I was into sludge metal at the time. I've, I've, I like that stuff. I've liked that stuff for quite some time, but it, like now I definitely have a much more refined palette for it, you know, and also living in the city that I'm living in. It's like those people are my fucking neighbors now, which is really fucking weird. 
you know, I go to a bar, I go to a bar and I'm talking to the bartender and I'm like, oh, dude, you play bass for that band that I fucking love. Get me another beer. And, you know, like, fucking, uh, <laughs> so, like, uh, back then, though, like, it, it was, I liked Electric Wizard, and I liked Sleep, and I liked the band that you're supposed to fucking like for sludge metal and stoner rock and all that shit. And Gio and I walk into, what was it, Siberia? We see it across the street. We see a line. Yeah. We go up there, and uh, you had told us it was, like, a metal place, whatever. We pay our fi to get inside. Fine. Uh, it's like they ticketed us and we get in there and it's like some heavy ass fucking <laughs> new orleans sludge metal which new orleans is known for being the fucking like like that's where you go for dirty fucking heroin sludge metal you are fucking oding and puking on your fucking self in a fucking gutter you dirty fucking crusty shit and you love it and it's so heavy and it's so lo-fi and it's so gross and it's just there and we had no idea and geo grabs me by my fucking coat and shakes me and he's wearing a fucking ringleader jacket that he made it's like fucking uh uh, uh, seersucker fucking striped fucking like got pads on the shoulders with like like tassels hanging off of it and he grabs me and shakes me oh, and yeah, just screams yeah and disappears and, <laughs> and he's gone <laughs> and it's the heaviest fucking shit that I've been fucking like just like and I'm in you know like I, I'm used to heavy music I'm fine I'm like this is totally normal and great I'm tripping nuts and just like yes I don't know what this band is but it's heavy and it's slow and it's dark and I have to take a piss and I go to the bathroom and and I <laughs> walk in there's so a trough and there's two fucking stalls right and I got a piss. There's no room at the trough. And then, like, a room opens up. But right when it opens, and, like, as I walk in, I hear women's voices. And uh, these two punk chicks, these two, like, dirty, scuzzy New Orleans punk chicks, they're, they're cool as fuck. They're in there, in the men's room. Uh, one of them's in the stall. They were using the stall, right? But they walk out, and as they walk out, they basically just, like, walk into the space where I'm gonna, my tripping ass is going to pee. And they're like, hey! you're gonna piss <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck no and then geo fucking walks in <laughs> right and he sees me there and it's like girl from the stall and her friend who has now like joined the situation and you know like random person that's like trying to like scuttle away because these drunk broads have fucking like stumbled out of the fucking stall finally and uh <laughs> like kind of looks at me and i look at him and she like kind of gives me like a so what whip it out kind of like look but like you know whatever and I just kind of like no and just like trip face the fuck out of there you know <laughs> like as quick as I can and Gio is just like right behind me just like yeah what the fuck is happening in there right now man <laughs> we I don't even think we stayed for like not even half the concert maybe we finished that band and saw like the next act and then we were like yo let's go for a walk I think that was the night that I think that was the night that he punched a car that window. That makes sense. <laughs> Multiple times in the ninth ward. <gasps> just punching car windows, not breaking them or anything. Trying to, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I fun? tried to stop him. 
I always think of Gio as this just like really bubbly, positive dude that'll just disappear on you. Like him being flaky is like for sure, dude. He just disappears. But he's the loveliest man. But if you expect to hear back from him, like, nah. He'll get a hold of you. <laughs> Gio's like, <laughs> like, you're going to hear from Gio? Gio will Gio let you to a party. Gio will get a hold of you. And he'll show up, not know anybody. Maybe he'll bring you into the house, and that's it. And then he'll diss a fucking peer. And then, like, three hours later, when maybe you're about ready to leave or, like, you're kind of comfortable, whatever, he'll just show up and, like, pull a fifth out of a random pocket and just be like, hit this. And, like, you know, it's just like a bottle. And you'll be like, oh, Geo, it's you. Hey. He'll be like, hey, how do you know so-and-so? And And you'll be like, I fucking don't, dude. You invited me here and left me at this party. And he'll be like, oh, this is my friend Crowder. Check him (laughs) out. Like, thanks, Geo. <laughs> dude, Geo is a king, dude. Geo is like he is one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met in my life. That guy is a wacky quantity unknown. Geo, like I've Geo never would, met a person like When we were like working Geo, at the microbrew, just haven't. We would get out of work, you know, and we were working in the kitchen, and so we would get done, and the bar would obviously still be open, and uh, he would walk up to tables, and and he would go up to girls that he knew maybe I'd been talking to or had a crush on whatever and he'd be like hey uh man crowder's brother just died uh, and <laughs> could you go fucking talk what? to him for, like like he's not letting anybody know you know like don't bring it up because it's been real fucking sore or whatever and like these people would come talk and, and like people i knew you know it's not like super super weird but like like somehow he would just lay it out there with them not being like that's bullshit and they'd come up and talk to me for a few minutes. And, uh, you know, it'd always be, like, nice conversation or whatever. And then as sooner or later, I'd figure it out and be like, did Geo fucking tell you to come over here? Because, you know, it happened enough times where I was like, I'm on, I'm on to this. I know. And I'd seen him do it to see him do it to other people, too. Something's but every out. time, even after he was busted out, like, uh, it would, you know, like, it wasn't like a bad thing you know like like oh hey geo just made me end up accidentally hit on this person that i probably wouldn't have but for some reason he thought i needed to do that and now i am having relations with this person that's weird okay (laughs) thanks geo fucking maniac fucking maniac (laughs) what were we talking about oh my god Chumba one was better yeah, than three eleven. Not worse than three eleven. Not well, worse than three eleven huh? for sure. Does anybody have? Can anybody make any notes? Yeah, there's about no way. Anything that needs to. Well, the only note that I put down that was important was that um, during their Euro trash years, um, I wanted to put on my chavy tracksuit. And I wish I had it to put on and just sit and listen I, to that um, music in my track. Well, all one red with white stripes down the side tracksuit. That's I want a what navy, navy blue or black one. Oh damn! Yeah, dude. I was thinking okay. uh, yeah, navy the... blue is usually. Uh, do you do you go white or gold? I want white. Stripes? I want the traditional white. White. Um, but that being said, if I had to have a chain. To accessorize my tracksuit, I'd be fine with gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, it, well, I mean, yeah, like it would have to be gold. Yeah. like a white gold. It, it I really like white, white gold. With the Chumbawamba record hanging from the gold chain. Man, oh, dang, really? Which Chumbawamba record? Oh, obviously. The tub thumping one. The tub thumping one with the baby face on it. Obviously. What? Duh. I'm a champ you know, I got here. this tub thumping <laughs> album cover made in platinum and 24 Just. karat. <laughs> Pure gold. Nah, you just put you punch a hole through it's the CD. And you just chain. run the chain through it, and it's the and fucking spray green. paint that shit gold. It's just the green cup. No, it's the cover, so everyone oh, knows what you're repping, dude. It is just the CD case with a hole through it, hanging off your gold chain. Seriously, like like a thick ass fucking like three quarter inch chain too, just gold dangling, thirty six inches. You ever seen a 36 cent change? You got there, man. Have you ever seen? Thumbs up a bitch. Neon green. Have you... Neon green album cover on my Just... red track suit. With the Seriously, though, have you ever face. seen a 36 inch chain? That shit is dope. It's so stupid. That shit's so long. You've got to like wrap it around your head like five times. It's just a long chain. It's just a gold chain. If you look it up, you're probably going to. You're probably going to get gold the Run the Jewel song. Oh. I'm gonna walk around like I got I a 36 inch chain. Yeah. Shit's good. Uh, Dude, fuck, Run the Jewels is good. Fuck off everybody, alright? It's like if yeah, you can handle the, the, the cringy political statement of Chumbawamba, you can handle the like sophomore cringy political statements of Run the Jewels. I think Run the Jewels pulls it off a little bit better. A little bit. Yeah, better. for sure. LP's production is dope. He makes beats that sound like you're in outer space, and I don't give a shit when anyone back says to, LP's Back to J-Mac, or as you call him, Jason, he's uh, one of the first pre people that ever showed me LP. Because I uh, wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have fucked with his early shit. He showed me Cure for Cancer and fucking all that shit right, right when it first came out or whatever. Dude, it's Deep all right. Space it's Nine all right. Millimeter, I definitely dude. like Run the Jewels a little bit better. I like the, the Killer Mike album that he did. Um... What's it called? Yeah, rap music. Yeah, that, rap music. I mean, R A P. Yeah, it's a good album. It's a good album. The the song about Reagan and it just like, like man, uh, I I got four words. I'm glad Reagan's dead. That's how you end a song. Sick, fucking dope. Me too. I'm. S Dude, the song about his police officer dad, like, helping, like, murder some people as a cop and, like, running from the cops and shit. Like, that song is... Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good album. Untitled. It's that not all grimy. the way as good as Run the Jewels stuff, but it's it's pretty decent most of the way through. Big Killer Mike fan. I mean, LP, LP's rap style oh, is such, in such a way that, like... I mean, one of the things that people always talk about is LP and, and Killer Mike, like, as a duo compliment each other as opposed to LP's I don't, just sort of yeah, I don't fucking, super white dude. Fuck you Yankee <laughs> motherfucker. Style. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck the fucking Mets. Fuck uh fuck I don't even know your teams, okay? Just fuck you New York. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you and fuck LP for being so fucking white boy New York. <laughs> fuck you. He's so New York. Yeah, he's as New York as he gets. I like that whole record label before yeah, it cool. dismantled. Cool. Def Jux is cool shit. definitive. Jux is, is, is legit. So, I mean, it's no Chumbawamba, but 
It'll do. Mm. Is anything Chumbawamba? I think Chumbawamba is even actually an amalgamation of many things that it was trying to be. I think they might be posers. I'm okay with it. I don't give a shit. I give two Ooh. shits. It's good stuff. Well, what is it? Didn't didn't uh, there was an album for them against them called uh, Barefaced <laughs> yeah, Hypocrisy right. Sells Records? But they're right. But they're right. And you know oh, who's nice. got the money and who doesn't? <laughs> you know who, well i mean chumbawamba too band. you know who already spent and donated yeah well yeah but that's where they get the money well then you have that shit where they uh fucking took money for a song yep from general donated Motors, it and then like donated it <laughs> To like a whole thing fucking perfect. against General like, like, Motors. So. I, out of the like, cause here's a, like those Crass Records bands, man. Uh, there's a little bit of like selfishness and like bullshit that goes along with that fucking attitude, you know, of the, like doing it yourself and all that. Um, I'm not trying to talk bad about it. I support it more than not. But a lot of those bands, you look at them and like Crass breaks up in 1984. Hey, those guys were not looking for any commercial success. They were more like actual artists and, and scholars than anything. Uh, Steve Ignorant goes and does a few projects here and there. Conflict is a big one. But other than that, you know, the rest of the bands that go along with that, that period of anarcho-punk, you got like subhumans that still do shit here and there, love them. They weren't really a crass band. Fucking Poison Girls broke up. Dirt. Dirt's a fantastic fucking band. If you like fucking heavy music, if you like hardcore and like like early punk rock and shit, fucking great band. And they did some great shit, but they break up pretty quickly after that. You know, they, they all dissolve. And they, no matter what their mark was, the only band that really continues further beyond that is Chumbawamba. <laughs> Eat shit. Eat shit, motherfucker. Drinking the, I get. You know what I haven't said? I get knocked down. I get up again. You, know, <laughs> you haven't Never. said it. Oh my god! No, not at all. Gonna get me down. I get knocked down. Get up again. I get up again. Fucking why is Danny boy pissing the night away? <laughs> like, what, what's, What's with the Danny Boy shit, man? I don't need that. I didn't need any of their samples of other music. I really didn't. What was the... Hey, hey, we're the junkies? They did a oh, lot of that. Funny. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Eat my shit. Stupid. It's fucking stupid, man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> don't fucking patronize me. Yeah, that was dumb. I was like, what? And to re, re, restart the track, I was like, "Did they really just do that?" Great. Yes, they did. That's... In fact, they did. There's a song off of Anarchy that's like like a pre like a pre uh, recording of Tub Thumper. <laughs> it's like the same melody and choral structure. I don't remember what song it is, but I was like, "Whoa, this is the song, except the that's, words are different." That's like the one playing with the. Before. And they spent their they spent their whole career talking about like like that that long winded title about like don't rehash music shit but like their whole career is like you guys are doing <laughs> hey that now. thing you're talking about like they're sort of sensitive about that but then they talk like they're like the kind of people that are like 
Just don't pay I'm attention. sensitive about this, so I'm going to tell people not to do it while I do it because mm, I'm doing it, and don't tell me I can't. And it's, it's like, like a Republican. Nobody's telling you you can't, bro. It's a Republican <laughs> too. Like uh, yeah, I, I hate I hate gay people, but I'm secretly gay. But yeah, bad. You're like no man. It's always Republicans that are are like closeted guys that are like just it's crazy. It's, themselves. It's, it's, it makes me there. crazy. They it's and I say guys because I don't like. It's insane, dude. And, well, I mean, like, it's always going to be a Republican wait, wait, wait. who you're like, oh, who's um, sh- who is the actual person shipping has a young attack. girls across Should state lines? Tories? It's oh the Florida God. representative, you know. Should we say Tory? Is that what we mean? It's the Tories. It's totally the Tories. I fucking act like that. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah, the Tories. Tories. That, I mean, that is the, in the spirit like of UK equivalent kind of. Really, but they, right? he, I'm. They say fuck the Labor Party too, though. I mean, they're they, yeah, they're they're kind of well. They're in the Trouble more anarchist. They're fucking anarchists. Fuck all political parties. So, yeah. in the true sense, yeah. not just that stupid like, like <laughs> anarchy. But they're not because they're they're living in the system, making the money on the system, and selling right. a, the, t- the Tub Thumper album in the system. That works. So, you know. I gotta go. Uh, Robert and I will do oh. a quick quick right. wrap up. Okay, we got you. Jumbawamba. Fare thee well. Okay. Next week, right. Travis Scott. Please. Love you. Miss you. Did you hear that baby crying? Did you hear that fucking baby crying? You know, you know what? Man, I'm so I glad I don't have kids. They- it's tight. You know what we can do right now? Yeah. We can sit here and talk yeah. about Chumba Wumba. Fuck having a family. It's like <laughs> fulfillment in the future and shit. No, Chumba Wumba's now. I don't. Dude, it's eleven o'clock in, the baby uh, actually over there, so that's a late baby right like there. But eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, so it's a little early. But mm. see, it's like a three, it's like a three-year-old, I think, or something training. like that. Well, like, just it's like I don't know, give it some Benadryl. Oh, okay. Perry, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Listen, shoot. dude, I'm gonna need you to poison your child <laughs> for this podcast. It, in case you listen back to this and you hear you this now. right now, Grizzly Gus, also known as the the uh, uh, Perry Reed, um, listen, you gotta do, you gotta, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to knock Benadryl. that kid out, okay? All right. Benadryl, Oxycontin, I don't <laughs> care, okay? Because li- I mean, literally, I just don't care about kids. <laughs> This world's overpopulated. I'm sorry if you get you go through loss. I like not trying to address this to you personally, but I am personally. Uh, but anybody else out there too, your kid dies, and unless that kid's like mm, at least ten, I don't really care. Sorry, it's like not even a human. <laughs> I'm ch- I've fixed. I don't care. Lower the carbon care footprint, anymore. boys. You know what? The Republicans were right. Just let everybody get the corona. The weak ones will die. I want to go to the mall. <laughs> have you seen? Uh, have you seen that uh, the, that no, British no, show, The Utopia? It... As a side note on your um, rant about children dying, it's a, it's it's a uh, it's good and it's about you know that kind of thing. You should watch it. What, it's fun. What's and it I, on? It's like stylized like a comic. It's actually a really great show. Who's our new sponsor? It's, it's, I don't know. You can probably name? find it. BBC. It's it's probably on BBC, but I mean you can Utopia. probably find it somewhere on the internet pretty easily on a streaming website. Uh, it's called Utopia. 
Uh, you, you don't need to watch American the second six episodes. Drama. Six episodes. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. No, no, no. Do not watch. No, no. If you look up the British version, do not watch the. the I don't know, man. Rain Wilson American and, version. Jo- do not and John watch Cusack. The one- I watched that. No. I watched that, and it was decent. No. And they canceled it. Ugh. I was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. It's better, I'm sure. Okay. The British okay, version gotcha. is so good. I saw I the American seen the American version, version I didn't see but the British I just, one. The American I, one was I, fucking I, I fine, and they left the it open for a decent fucking continuation. And then they can't. There's a, there's two a there's two seasons of it, and it got canceled after the second season of it on uh, the British end, and the British end ends in like a dark way. But the first six episodes are are, are amazing, and whether it ends or not oh, yeah. on those six episodes, it's worth seeing. So. Oh, right, no, Crowder, no, 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 and uh, no, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going you know, unless you have on. to go. Do you want to go? Let's see. Give, <laughs> give me. Um, no, I mean I got I gotta make a pee pee real let's quick do it, as well. Go pee. Huh? I'll just gonna do a little girl pee. And uh, I keep talking at you, but it's gonna be nonsense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can get out we can get out of here soon. We're getting on two hours. We should probably cut these down sooner or later and like not well, talk for two hours, but. I don't care. I mean, we can also keep talking and and tell Chumba the crowd Wumba's that Chumbawamba really was the, the best. Chumbawamba shit's really fucking cool. Like the the cassette stuff, really fucking cool. Really cool. Not great. Yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe I almost missed Me it. Too. Like, I mean, I read about it on the Wikipedia, but you were like, "Did you check this out?" And I was like, "I didn't." No, I, and then I, I went back to it. And I was like, "I asked Whoa. you that because I, I had like specifically gone good. and looked for all the like stuff that's not readily available, and somehow I forgot the fucking cassettes, and that's like, uh, that's where the gold's at. That's like the real band. That's that's what they are. You know, fucking." I mean, I think that those cassettes in for the sure, first two for records. Sure, for sure. Although I, I, I think maybe um, Slap is their best one. I, I, do, I, I like, I like Slap and should too. But I mean, like, I don't know. For me, never mind the ballots hit because it felt like you know, like one of your criticisms is that like it's like cheesy freshman um, lib shit. But like, I think that that's they actually the one that I like the best. Interesting points there that. Yes, that were relevant to today, and like well, they weren't, they were not wrong. Well, and that's the one so, that doesn't have, you know, all the fucking, the goofy shit, the like, the I'm gonna piss on you to maybe I wouldn't piss on you shit. You know, like that's not in there. There's some of it. There's some of it where they make jokes, because that's what that's kind of what it is. It's like when you listen to a rapper, and you know the the punchline rapping like a lot of times rapping is about a punchline not always but uh, sometimes that's one of the things that they deliver and uh sometimes chumbawamba tries to go for a punchline and it's like oh dude why'd you have to make it like i don't know sophomore year of high school robert just dropped out he's gone Robert dropped out sophomore year of high school is what yeah, I kind just said, but that's not, not what I was, uh, I see the little dots. He's coming back. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. I, I think, I think you know what I was I'm saying back. though, that the, the lyrics <laughs> came off just a little like 
I don't know, somebody picking on somebody or like just like a like a jab that just yeah. wasn't no definitely i think they're funny i think some of them are very funny the one that i brought up the mouthful of shit i thought that shit was really funny but it, it, the way they delivered it came off kind of like maybe you shouldn't have done that there music music musically musically you know or like <laughs> even like in an argument in a debate type of style like maybe you should have uh chose something different maybe not maybe not i mean the 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 i, I mean it it's that line struck out i i wouldn't piss on you and then like like i said and she holds it and i thought it was going to be some sort of thing that like i wouldn't piss on you because you're into that like and like one of those things that like conservatives have this way of being like hateful about like your sexual preference and your ideologies and your this and that but like are also the dudes that get in scandals for being peed on and like i don't actually have any issues with anyone peeing on anyone but because they're conservatives and they're so hateful about other people's preferences that are not harmful and then are actually doing those things it always gets me like you know hot that's the only reason i care you know about like what these people are doing because they're such hypocrites and they're oh, using well, that well, yeah, to, power. to solidify their power while being peed on, while being closeted, while being oh, wait, you know hey, sleeping hey, with wait, um, hey, underage, hey, sleeping with prostitutes, whatever. You know? I'm so I'm really sorry to interrupt you. It's sort of uh, there's like two things though. Oh, um, no, go for it. The first thing is fuck Ted Cruz. The second thing, what's the guy's name? Matt. 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 Gate is it Gates or Gets or Gates? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I pronounce it Gates. Okay. But wow, okay, <laughs> wow. You're the only person to vote no on sex trafficking laws, and then months later you get busted sex trafficking of minors. Republicans and conservatives, ha- their authority comes from their morality. So if you're saying that it's a moral the cause only, and the hypocrisy the only, of the left, the only that fucking not qualifications moral and for being et cetera, moral, et cetera, et cetera, then you have to be moral. That's the ru- them's the rules, boyo. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Which they have a real problem with people identifying themselves as moral. And you know what I mean? Like, that's. I, I, you, you can't be who you're supposed to fucking be unless who you're supposed I mean, to be is this conservative yeah. Christian piece of hypocritical shit. And like, that's the craziest fucking part. It's just like, man, you can't keep supporting the Lions even though they lose every year. You should root for a good team. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're local. The left is the left has the problem that it's always had, which is that there's many lefts and they don't agree, and there's there's a disparate party, and they fight each other and they tear each other apart, and like a neo lib's not good enough for a lib's not good enough well, for an anarchist, and like the right's just like the right, they really are, they really are just like yeah, 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 conservative yeah. moral values, quote unquote, is enough. It doesn't matter that there's there's definitely tinges outside that are doing different things, but they still will unify and unite underneath one heading. The left is like, nah, we'll have 15 different left parties and, like, and they tear themselves apart. The left has always done that, shit. it always will, it fucking uh, sucks. Sorry, For, even though the left is definitely, de- the left is, 
Well, the left is also definitely guilty of hive mind. We're not. I'm not but, trying to make that. No, but there's not enough of us to the, do anything whole, though. Like, it's almost like the right has uh, invents oh, sure. things that they can specifically target to unify against, and I don't know what those things may be, and. God forbid I would accuse anybody yeah. of any sort of prejudice or bigotry that they do not subscribe to, but y'all is fucking racist, homophobic pieces of fucking sexist <laughs> shit. Oops, I said it out loud. Hey, Chumbawamba's great. I'm drinking. That's a, I get up and I, I get knocked down. I get, knocked, I get down. knocked down, but I get up mm. again, boys. <laughs> I, might get up, I might get up again. So you're never going to get down. Oh, Danny boy. So I want to say this I kinda as, like it. A, as, as a fan of Chumbawamba now. I've become a fan of Chumbawamba, I'm not going to lie. And I know that if you guys hated on the Euro trash shit. I liked some of that stuff, and I don't know why. I liked some of it, and I there was like the North Fair Salt Sea. I don't know why I like. He's like North Fair Salty. Yo, like I don't we, know why you know, I like it. I was like, this could be. We didn't touch literally on literally the key, the, the line that we comes like, into that song on, is, we is an any other line. On and it, I was just like, I don't, I don't care. I like bad these guys, and I like these guys, and they're they're, cap- they're capable. And I know he had something to say from what he from what he said. Is that this band fucking jumps genre? In a way comparable yeah. to like Ween and the Beatles and the Clash, and where they, where it's definitely them, and they definitely do it, but they also portray these these genres of music uh, in a manner that I would still consider true to the style, and that's uh, impressive to some degree. I I like it. It's uh, adventurous. And I applaud it. It's something that I look for in a band. Now, I do feel that they fall short often, but that's beside the point. And also, as you've said multiple times, that the, the music isn't necessarily my thing. Um, but it's, but they, they do it. You know what I mean? Like that, that's that's the, the, the like the whole like changing every like four or five years is really cool, too. There's a progression. There's yeah. uh, even even if they peter out at the end with their fucking folky canter shit. God, that shit just just let's all sing together. Fuck off, man. Where's your fucking beats? I they went from being nineteen twenty year old anarchist punks shouting, screaming, angry, like you know likes talk singing sort of and they became a but, fogey political band dude i said i literally used the words fogey political but, band but yeah they're old dudes now they're like in their but, 50s but here's another and they're thing like all right let's make some folk that, albums that, that really are political adds like, to fine, the whatever like you're, you're not you're not young anymore you're not the, making that kind of album, uh, dynamics you know? of a person and a band and an artist is that the whole crass records the whole anarch the 70s late 70s anarcho-punk thing in the european area whatever uh it's has this roots in this like um eccentric artsy esoteric community where sure chumba wumba's a thing 
but like those guys that might not be their only fucking output you know what i mean like you like like we were saying with uh with what what's his name he has such a silly fucking name uh the bit dad da, was, was it da, dan burt what the fuck is dan burt i can't every time i read it Dan Burt, no bacon. But his name is Nigel. Every time I read that Dan shit, it's just like, what? No bacon. <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at? He's the man bird. But we're, so we're not just talking about music scenes and shit like that. We're talking about like uh, art movements, uh, existential thinking. Existentialism was a big part of the fucking crass movement and shit. So like, we're not just dealing with somebody that's like oh i fucking made a drinking song and i put it out with banger beats in the 90s about fucking getting knocked down and getting back up again like mm, these guys always have a concept these guys always have an idea and a purpose and i really 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 enjoy art that not 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 to discredit art that doesn't do this but i really enjoy artwork that has a purpose and serves its purpose and chumbawamba certainly serves its purpose to spread its message however immature and just like just like blatantly fucking like anti-societal it is it's so it's so like they embrace pop culture just to fucking shit on it cool that's exactly what we do yeah exactly what we do in this podcast i i mean the (laughs) great name the theatricality of the first track on uh starving children sell records is amazing and it like it, it's an eight and a half minute song and it <laughs> yeah, moves through a whole set and like someone introducing the artist and what they're going to do and then at the end they're literally crucifying keith richards and that shit is funny to me that's a funny the opening loop. song and like they and they have these way of returning to these like the like a first song will almost always be the last song mm-hmm. on their records and their earlier records and i like that that mm-hmm. element like it annoyed me at first but then i realized that it was a part of the project even, because it's meant to be even as much theater yet, as it is music and they and another goes on to make space plays in and, fucking theater um, you know like I, so I think obviously that, I think it was that, like uh, built in great band great great fucking band yeah nope I, I think that I think that I've become a fan of this band even if like not all of it's yeah, I mean, I, I'm super surprised by it. And even even in, like like you said, there's that middle phase that's like Euro trash shit. And it's like, you know, yeah, no, you and know it's, it's funny. Sarcastic. It's almost funny because you know there's no way they're taking it seriously. What the fuck? That... <sighs> like just a Chumbawamba sustained key. really good, it turns out. Yeah. Uh, if you, yeah. depending on, I mean, I wouldn't listen anyway. to the last All right, like, well, Chumbawamba's the shit. shit. I'm... I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know? I got the... 
the the X and Chumbawamba EP is actually the best thing that they put out in, sure. uh, in terms of musicality for me in the way that I like music. But I, I can, no, I can, I hear, can I listen can hear to you. I heard your whole thing. Their first gonna, three or four yeah, records. No, 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 no. Like, I was I just going to disagree a little bit. Was always but, oh, can you hear me? Uh, about 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 the um, still breaking up. Uh, nope. Now I forgot what you said. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> about the first three like the first three the first three records are great and then you said what, what was it the the one you you said that you would be real into or whatever not real into but uh <laughs> i don't i don't necessarily think it's I don't, I don't necessarily think it's their best at all i don't think it's their best for either band not oh the one, x and the x bit. and uh chumbo woman together it's my favorite. but but i think it's good i think it's good and i think it's cool i think it's a it's one of those cool it's it's cool it's oh. cool it's fucking cool that they i keep saying it. i just gonna keep fair. saying cool 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 it's cool 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 it's fucking brooklyn 99 over here uh cool 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 um perry would love that the uh <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one here that likes that shit yeah i'm saying it when you're not here behind your back motherfucker uh no i like it it's it's not like that it's not like that i just give shit uh it's what i'm here for we get paid for this we don't not very much please listen to our podcast the uh uh uh, i lost it fuck andy samberg cool 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 cool. doing an album with the x is just fucking straight up cool dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to and it's kind of like you have a it's and one of those the x and 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 you get it on best. vinyl and it's just as much one of those things where it's like man i got this seven inch by chumbawamba and it's got this b-side that's not on anything else and it's so fucking cool it's my favorite chumbawamba song that's kind of what that x that x thing is where you know it's it's there it is it's cool that it's it's extra and filler for those bands for the deep fans that want to go and look for it and uh it's it's good it's really good but it's not anything that like really stood out to me you know the most enjoyable the, the best – I mean for, I, for the best representation of the band is not that album. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me personally, that's the album I would pick. Like the, it's, it's, it's 12 minutes. It's quick. It's in and out. You get like a feeling of like the band and you also get a feeling of that time period. But for Chumbawamba, their no, best the, piece the, the in starving my mind that like if you're going to dive into Chumbawamba is either going to be their first record. Yeah. Like yeah, not agree. their EP stuff, early stuff recorded. I don't think – I think that's still special for people. It's either I, Starving I never Children mind, or Nevermind the Ballots. Those is a little two bit records, for either, me either one. You pick one and or the like other, it would not slap, matter. I think Slap you would is successfully actually get a really a good taste album. Of what um, they are capable but never mind of the ballots i think is the one for me and as far as those earlier eps i didn't get to them really enough to really really process them but i think um oh fuck you know i can't even remember the name of it i'd have to look it up there was there was yeah 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 same and they're the or the first one too where it's with another group i think was pretty decent the one but with margaret it, that's Thatcher all like crass I, I band ripoff stuff and i would just say go listen to crass just go listen to just go just go listen to crass that's it that's pretty much there that's yes that's that's <laughs> it right uh or Fans put on Slap or Never Mind the Ballots or Starving really Children if end, you're going to listen to Chumbawamba. Like, those fine. are the three, definitely. It's kind of like yeah. I was going to say earlier, um, you know, I like Pink Floyd. Yeah. 
This is, we're going to talk about basic things. It's really accessible to people. Yeah. I like Pink Floyd. Okay, I, I, I legitimately, I like Pink Floyd. All eras of Pink Floyd, I understand, I've listened to, I know it. Some shitty Pink Floyd. And once you get to, like, what, like pretty much, so, like, Dark Side of the Moon happens, right? Wish you were here. It's got some cool stuff, but it's really just the shine on you crazy diamond, and it's kind of not. It's kind of like an overproduced puff piece, and you know, like Animals is a great album. It's later on. You get to the wall, and the wall is like its own thing, but it's kind of like '80s and shitty, and that's a lot like 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 Chumbawamba's like the the Pink Floyd of anarcho punk. They <laughs> you know some like really interesting stuff at the beginning. And then you, you get towards the commercial stuff, and there's some good, good, good <laughs> shit. And then they get to the real, like, this shit was popular, and it's like, hmm. And then the difference would be is that Pink Floyd continued being decent for a while, whereas Chumba Wumba probably wasn't even decent at the point of tub thumping. I'd say tub thumping. It's, it's, I could listen to it. I liked it. It was fine, but it's not great. It's not a good album. It's not good. It is not good. That shit is not good. I don't like that music. Yeah, no. That album. Right. I mean, I appreciate this band for what they are and what they did, but I mean, it's not all, it's not my, that's why I'm saying the X and the Chumbawamba album together is more my kind of music, so it's just an alignment of sounds I like. But as an as a band and a project, they're interesting, and I appreciate that about them. I'm gonna say my last word. My last word here is um, go listen to Dogface Herman. That's it. I get no doubt, but I get up again. Yeah, they have it all to keep me down.